Welcome. Welcome. The show you're about to listen to is part of the Hopped Up Network's growing family of craft beer podcasts in the U.S. and Canada. Find this show and others like it at hoppedupnetwork.com, the spot for informative and entertaining craft beer podcasts. Good evening and good evening. This is The Wirt with Mike, Pete, and Steve, GubsRadio.com. Tonight we are live on YouTube, live on the Facebook, and of course we'll be live on Instagram in just a little bit. We have lots of guests in the studio. We have guests via remote. We're going to get to them in just a moment. Before we start that, we got both Pete and Steve to do reads tonight, which means less for me to read tonight. We're going to start off with the one and only Rosie's Draft Solutions. Stephen, take it away. All right. Rosie's Draft Solutions is a Long Island family-owned business that provides professional draft beer system services, line cleanings and maintenance, draft beer line system installs, event dispensing solutions, and more. They are passionate about craft beer and making sure it has the same quality as when it left the brewery, and that is done only by making sure those draft system lines are perfectly clean. Rosie services bars, restaurants, halls, events, and all other beverage establishments, including home kegerator installs across Long Island and Westchester. Uh, You can reach Rosie's at, if I could get rid of that, there we go. You can reach Rosie's Draft Solutions at rosiesdraftsolutions at gmail.com or call them at 631-219-2075, Monday through Sunday, 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Mention the work, get a little discount, and maybe slap on the tookus. Nice. Call Nick, tell him the word sent you with Mike, Pete, and Steve. Uh, and uh, check out Nick uh, going all over Long Island. Yeah. You see the Rosie's Draft Solution van pulling up in front of that bar or that brewery. You know those draft lines, lines are going to be clean, clean. as shit. Uh, Peter. Beer maker. Beer maker. Beer maker. You're all green at home countertop brewing system. Uh, brew your favorite beer yourself. Why not? If uh, you got a smartphone <laughs> and uh, 30 minutes. Can brew up about a gallon of your own beer. Uh, Kulsh's, IPAs, Stouts. They had Stouts month a couple, mm. couple months ago. Eight, eight, uh, eight, eight Stouts. different Stouts. Yeah. Uh, Mexican lagers, Kulsh, cool. uh, Whit beers, all sorts of stuff. Beer maker. Your, all uh, sorts of stuff. That's a good one. <laughs> all great at home. Got a brewing system. You can also make your own recipe if you want to yes. uh, try your hand at that. You can mill your own grains and uh, use your own steam hops to create your own recipe. Man, why not? And uh, use promo code the wort. For uh, a little discount off the machine. And exciting news. They're testing new valves. How yeah. exciting is that? <laughs> new valves coming soon from I, the beer maker. There's nothing better that makes my day than a brand new valve testing. Got a new valve, right? I new mean, valve testing so is exciting. Awesome. So yeah. exciting. So exciting. 
Uh, so go over to Beer Maker or go to our Instagram and in our uh, uh, profile or in our bio, there's a Linktree uh, little link there, and you can go ahead and go over to our uh, Beer Maker link and type in the word Beer, beer Maker for your discount today. We're also sponsored today by the one and only Brew Bag. Brew Bag for your beer pong cornhole. Get your brew bag out in the nice warm weather. Maybe not so much today up in here in New York, mm. but yeah, very soon we're going to have that nice weather. You're going to get out there. Have a beer in your hand. Throw some bags around. Go to brewbag.com or, again, go to our Instagram. Check out our bio or link tree. Write to our own private discounted page. Go to brewbag.com for yours. We're also sponsored today by VintageBeerShirtClub.com. VintageBeerShirtClub.com for your Vintage Beer Shirt monthly subscription. Type in the wart and get your uh, percentage off of your monthly order. Cool T-shirts, colors, old-school beer logos. Fun to have and play around with, so go to uh, VintageBeerShirtClub.com. Also, physics. Physics for your at-home tap dispensary for your 12-ounce, uh, 16-ounce, 750 milliliter. You could probably go up to a crowler on a 32, uh, and you do all sorts of stuff. So you get beer right out of the spout, right there. Uh, go to Physics.com, 20% off your order, Ooh, using our yeah. promo code, The Wart. And uh, quick shout-outs to our friends over at uh, Hopscotch. 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 Bash, yep. Coming at you. Uh, got a big uh, live show coming up May 15th in Patchogue, the Burgerology uh, Beer uh, Extravaganza. And Hopscotch is on the board. Yes. Oh, yes which is uh, signed on. That's, well. that's, I don't know what they're going to be serving. <laughs> they don't brew beer. but Bro. Pretzels, grilled Bro. cheese. Grilled cheese, Bro, I said. if they bring those goddamn grilled cheeses uh, again. Yeah. <laughs> those, those, uh, that, the buffalo chicken one that Ryan brought in, it got me. It got me right here. Touched my heart. So good. Um, oh, so no. good. And the fried ravioli one? Uh, that was, nah, nice. I, you know what it is? I had pasta that night, so uh, I didn't get to it. So I, I, I was more in the mood for the buffalo chicken. I feel like I'm always delish. in the mood for buffalo chicken. It was delicious. Um, so, yeah, hopscotch and... Um, uh, what else is going on? Well, we got some AC Beer Fest coming up June 4th and 5th. We'll be down there. Uh, lots of stuff happening, but we have lots of stuff happening here tonight. In the studio, we have the Lady Brewsters. We have, uh, let me just pop you up there. There's Sheila. There's Sarah. And over here to Stephen's left is Michelle. Hello, ladies. How are you? Hi, how's it going, guys? Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. I'm going to try to get some level live. <laughs> For and the third on time. Good evening. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's our yes. yearly... Uh, Yearly time with our friends, the Lady Brewsters. That's right. And on remote, we have Justin and Billy from Seven Locks down in Rockland. Is it Rockland? No, Rockville. Rockville, Maryland. Cool. Yep. Are you guys there? I, sorry, I just didn't make it. Make it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. All right, I might check. Well, you told them to be quiet. And they were doing a great job. <laughs> they did a, they, they were doing a fucking excellent. It job. It was an excellent job. I uh, I had them on before, and uh, I had to silence them for a moment because we were having technical difficulties to start the show, and we're getting into the point where I was like, "All right, cool, you know, get them." And then I was like, "Are they there? Did I did I actually put them over? We've had that problem before. <laughs> where we've had the Zoom. Are person. we recording? Are we we're recording? recording and okay. we're streaming. It's right there. See, there just they are. Checking. <laughs> just Cheers, checking. gentlemen. How are you? Uh, we're gonna Cheers. kick it off with you guys, since uh, the ladies are our local faves here, and we're we're gonna get over to them in just a few moments. Um, first of all, uh, let me tell you how we uh, how I stumbled onto you. Besides, you know, the social media and all that other good stuff. Uh, my wife was down for a dance competition for my daughter. One of the only reasons now I still like dance competitions is because we get to travel uh, the country and go all over. And of course, my only reason to travel is to find new breweries. Uh, you saw, I know you guys commented about Oozle Finch uh, on the thing. Uh, that's yeah. one we stumbled upon, you know, just randomly driving around and all of a sudden we're like, is that a brewery in the middle of like a state park? And like, yep. Like, oh, okay, cool. And, uh, you know, we just try to expand our horizons here being in New York. 
I uh, I got some great feedback from my wife who traveled to the brewery, had a great time, um, had her pick up a Glad few things. It. I was the one who uh, took care of her that day. Oh, yeah. nice. There you go. And uh, her uh, her response and her uh, ratings were very, very good. Loved everything that she had. And um, I said, you know, let's get them on. I, I have some. She brought me some beer back. I think that's the, our hardest thing with people in remote is having the beer here because it's just easier to talk about. We know we're not a rating-based show, but we are definitely like to taste and hang out and relax. So um, let's go back to a little bit of history of the brewery. Tell us how this all started. Tell us, uh, you know, the, the, the plight of you guys. And I know John and I were communicating, so uh, give us a rundown of your personnel and who's going on. Yep. Yeah, so uh, we're about six years old. We just had our six-year anniversary last um, fall, I guess, last November. Yeah, last November. Yeah, um, older, yeah, older than I thought. Up. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, our owners started up the place in 2015, uh, two g- gentlemen named Jim and Keith. Uh, they'd been friends for a long time and they had a passion for beer and they decided to open a brewery together and they wanted to pay a lot of homage uh, to the whole Maryland scene. So a lot of the beers here are named after local spots in the sort of Maryland area, a lot in the Montgomery County area. So, yeah, been going strong for about six years here and it's uh, just been making beer ever since. Pretty much. Um, now, you guys, uh, did you guys start as homebrewers prior to this time? Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I had done some homebrewing and whatnot. Um, I sort of found myself in this mix because uh, I realized that I couldn't work corporate anymore. And I love beer. I've loved beer for a long time. I'd been doing homebrewing. I feel so like it's a common, I, common answer. Like, I was in the corporate world. I was doing something I didn't really like. And then all of a sudden, boom, bam, boom. I'm brewing, home brewing, and all of a sudden, I got a, an establishment, brick and mortar, ready to go. Yep, yep, yeah, it was pretty much that. Like, I mean, I, I couldn't look at another goddamn spreadsheet. So, <laughs> um, I uh, I've been coming here for years as a patron for a long time. My little girl has pretty much grown up in this place, which I don't know what that says about me as a parent, but she's <laughs> very no, fantastic happy parenting. I brought, You're doing great. Yeah, I brought both of my kids to a brewery today, so don't worry about it. <laughs> Um, and so, yeah, my, when I was looking for something different, a change of pace, and my wife actually was the one who was like, you know, Seven Locks is hiring. She had seen it on social media. And so I decided to reach out, and I've sort of been here ever since and started out as a part-time bartender, and now I'm working production with this guy. So Nice. Yep. Yeah, I, um, I had a bit of a longer route. I was actually a uh, sports broadcaster for a while. And if you can believe it or not, there's actually an industry that pays less than being a brewer. Yes, there is. <laughs> uh, by the way, hence the reason why I'm here behind this mic for fun and not for pay, because there is zero pay in this particular um, so format. I, like Billy, I had had enough. Um, I'm originally from Richmond, Virginia, about two hours south of here, and uh, I left the sports world, and I said, well, shit, got to pay bills somehow. Um, so I started actually at a local distillery, just um, being a sellerman, and worked my way up to assistant distiller. Uh, it was a small mom-and-pop place, so they kind of urged me to find other places to work to expand my horizons. Um, did a stop in Virginia Beach as a cider maker, actually right across the water from Oozle Finch. Uh, now you mention it, it's kind of funny. Oh, and uh, have been a brewer ever since for the last two and a half years. Uh, so I've got kind of an eclectic background, but it helps with uh, barrel aging and some other fun side projects that we're working on up here now. Yeah, you're, you're an expert in all things boozy. So that's I'm, I'm trying. The only thing I haven't done is winemaking, and I'm not going to lie. I don't really want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Can't really blame me on that one. 
You guys, uh, so how did the establishment come to be? How did we choose Maryland? I know you guys obviously from there, but Justin, you sound like you've been all over the place. Uh, Billy's been all over the place. Where, where? I mean, obviously this was pre-existing before both of you guys came there. How did they end up settling on their location and where it is today? So a lot of the location that they chose was they wanted to be in an area um, that had no breweries. So actually, we were the first place to have a tap room in Montgomery County, Maryland, due to uh, some really strict uh, beer laws that were in the state for a while that mm. actually weren't uh, repealed until Julie from Denison's Brewery right up the road um, had a lot to do with the uh, legal uh, legal side of everything. But um, they chose this location because they thought it would be centered. There's a lot of uh, a lot of people to and from D.C., the capital, and Frederick, and even up to Pennsylvania. So a lot of foot traffic, a lot of driving yeah. traffic. Just a nice central location, really. Now, uh, tell us a little bit about Maryland um, because we've become familiar, more familiar with New Jersey over the last few years. But we haven't uh, we talked to the guys over to Uzelfinch about Virginia stuff. Give us a little breakdown on how the craft beer laws are compared to other states around you what are the what are the complaints and what are the benefits Ooh, i think a big one would be the farm breweries that we talked about at the brewers association yeah that was an interesting one we uh we were at the maryland craft beer awards last december where we took two awards yeah nice um (laughs) and uh and one of the things one of the big talking points over the course of that was just the difficulties that farm breweries are running into with people trying to sort of change the laws and actually shut them down or force them to have been producing their own materials for long periods of time before they could actually open a tap room. Just all sorts of weird laws that they're trying to use to sort of affect that. So really? okay. I think that's that's a difficulty that people are running into in certain counties in the Maryland area. And what, what um, awards, uh, what, what beers won awards there Well, before we move on? Um, we won bronze for our West Coast Devil's Alley IPA, and we won silver for our Billy Goat Session Trail Pale Ale. Uh, it's a mouthful, but uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that. <laughs> um, first two awards of my uh, of my career in Billy, and actually John just joined us. So, oh, yeah, that's he'll, awesome. He'll Congrats. There he is. There he is. What's uh, up, John? Good evening. How you doing, John? Hey, guys. Hello. How's it going? John, thanks a lot. Would you have work tonight? Yeah, I did. Oh, uh, what do you do? Are you doing I'm something doing outside of the brewery? <laughs> I missed that. What did you say? What do you say, John? Sorry, I didn't hear what you said. Oh, I said I'm doing a triple today. Uh, there oh, you go. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he he was working production keg cleaning earlier. Then he went to his second job, and now he's back here. <laughs> Keep him busy. It's the way it goes for all of us. <laughs> yeah, everybody's got to have a side hustle, right? That's it. Yeah. <laughs> so, get, what are what is the farm brewery license down in Maryland? Here, I imagine it means we we have a farm brewery license in New York, but I imagine it means something different down in Maryland. It's very, very strict. So kind of like what Billy was saying earlier, not only do the laws make it very difficult, but uh, you have to have been a, uh, a farm for a specific amount of time that has a certain amount of output, whether it be grain or livestock. And then from there, you have to apply for essentially a permit to apply for a license for a brewery. <laughs> wow. And I think it also, much like everywhere in Maryland, it differs very drastically county to county. Yeah. Like, for instance, like here in Montgomery County, we can't sell beer in grocery stores. We can't. I mean, like they have to go. Oh, through. just out of the tap room. Oh it's packed. Yeah, it's right. Room. You got to go to the wow. specific beer shops. It's frustrating and, and um, jersey but, was uh, like that for a while it was yeah, and yeah. then they fixed it you can go so. right next door into like other neighboring counties and it's completely different things so Weird. every county wow. has its own counties. 
What uh, is Frederick's uh, Fred uh, Frederick, Maryland? Is that near where you? Is it in that county? Uh, Frederick so Frederick's Close. in its own county, but it's like 20, 30 minutes up the road. Yeah, I went to school at Mount St. Mary's in Emmitsburg. Okay, got and you, I got remember you. something close to that back in the uh, early two thousands, where the, you had to, you know, obviously there were the blue laws. We weren't selling on Sunday. That was a big deal. I remember having to stock up before a Sunday rolled around there, and I remember different things being very, very strange, just strange things that I don't quite recall the details. But yeah, I mean that's definitely a different one. We have up here for the farm brewery. We have. Um, it's much more of an incentive. Yeah, they, they yeah, market right. it as an incentive as opposed to like a restriction. Yeah, there's still a lot of uh, Puritan-based laws down here once you get below what a surprise. Mason, <laughs> <laughs> That's also a thing. So like those these farms, are they obligated basically to they're, – they're producing their own grain or they're producing their own material to then brew with down the road? Is that sort of the, the – Not gist? entirely sure. So – from what the only understanding that I really have of it is, is that they have to grow a certain percentage of uh, what goes in their beers. Yeah, it's kind of um, like ours. Kind, yeah. Well, well, yeah. It has to come from New York, but it doesn't have to, you know. Yeah. You don't have to make it. You don't have to produce it. <laughs> yeah. But I will say that, like, being you have a green thumb the, uh, small no, farm, those farm breweries are pretty great for families and whatnot. We tend to make a lot of trips out to farm breweries on weekends just because it's good beer and lots of space for the kids to run around and see animals yeah. and climb on tires and be crazy. So, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's definitely nice. I'm, I'm glad that they're nearby. I just feel like they go through a lot more struggles than a lot of other places. Now do yeah. the, uh, the, the other laws, uh, how, how restrictive are they for you personally in, in Montgomery? They're, they're pretty strict in Montgomery. Mm. So we do have the right to self-distribute, but um, if you've ever been to a state that has uh, state controlled liquor, it's mm -hmm. essentially the same laws for beer here in the county in D.C. Mm. So yeah. it, it, it's kind of constricting in a way that uh, the, the, the government's always got to get its cut and get its hand yep. on it. Got to uh, get a taste, especially when you're yeah, right, around gotta, the outside, right around the outskirts of uh, D.C. too. I mean, you guys are like, yeah. what, 10 minutes away from the border there? We're pretty close. Yeah. And the thing is, it's like yeah. the second you cross the border, you'll find our stuff in grocery stores. I mean, our outbound sales team pushes tons of our beer through the Safeways and the Giants and Trader Joe's and all those places. But ah, like you have okay. to cross that D.C. border and then it's a heck of a lot easier to find the stuff. It's so it's true. a weird like, fucking country. Yeah, <laughs> we really do. I, yeah. so I mean, it, in general, we have stupid things here where you go right into oh, Connecticut yeah. and you, know, you go over the border to pennsylvania or something like that you can't sell wine and beer in the same place or right, hard, right. Yeah. yeah it's so hot and then i went to school in wisconsin where you can buy jack daniels at target like damn i like Let's that go. curbside <laughs> Don't target to get out. more fun i guess <laughs> start the DW dwis before you even start <laughs> Oh, I mean, they'll give you to-go yeah. cups and everything. Wisconsin's a whole nother beast. <laughs> Fantastic. Jack yeah, it's Daniels. Actually, yeah. yeah, get a crudite platter. Hell yeah. Pre-packaged crudite and Jack. One-stop shopping. Man, you could get buy your pack of underwear and get a buzz on at the same time. Soil it that night. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, my, uh, my background is actually New York, New Jersey. And so, really? like, I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, I lived in Brooklyn for about 15 years. Well, 
a good portion of it. I also lived a couple of years in Newark, New Jersey, which was its own experience. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. there it was. <laughs> so we've heard. Um, but uh, but when I was in Brooklyn, like I I think about the things that I miss most about New York, and aside from the obvious, like pizza and bagels because you cannot find a good pizza or bagel to save your fucking life down here um the uh the ability to go to a bodega at one in the morning in your pajamas like one block away and be able to buy a six pack of whatever you want i miss i miss that that ease of buying beer back in the day (laughs) the vicinity of very quick service anytime you want city that never sleeps never does really sleep I never went in my pajamas. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Like well, now you know you can. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. right. When are you going to Brooklyn? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I I found uh, the the Maryland experience when I was down there to be, you know, let's say relatively um, uh, positive. And I think the the state itself has grown in its popularity for craft beer. What uh, What have you noticed over these last, you know, three or four years you guys have been there? about the state of beer in Maryland? Good. It's, it's gotten better. <laughs> it's maturely <laughs> thing. Um, the, you know, interesting developments happened during COVID where they allowed us to ship within the state. Um, they allowed us to do direct-to-customer deliveries. Um, so they were, it, it, it was the first time that I had really seen for small business, especially alcohol-related businesses, yeah. the, the state and the county actually trying to help us survive and succeed throughout the pandemic shutdown. Um, yeah, which leads yeah, me to my next question. Like, how did you guys get through that time? Because obviously, six years, you've seen some shit. So. Canning line. The, the yeah. canning line. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of people here that were like can crowlering and, you know, 16-ounce yeah. can by 16-ounce can. Were, were the supplies good? Was everything fine in regards to the actual, the liquid? Uh, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, the, the liquid was fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the cans themselves were scarce at a um, if you recall the ship that got stuck in the canal, um, about 70,000 of our cans were on that ship. Oh, oh. 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 And, is, and there's there's a, a, the, a sister ship of that is now stuck off Baltimore, isn't it? By you guys? Yep. Yes. Yep. Jesus Christ. Say ever, say the Evergreen Line, or I forget what the... Uh, Someone get get the rowboat. Let's go. What the name of this one is, but it's been stuck there for fucking weeks. Yeah. Well, luckily for us, we have switched our can provider so that uh, they actually are in the port of Baltimore now, but Ah, uh, they've had a slow stockpile, so we're pulling from there now. (laughs) That makes sense. Yeah, the canning really saved our asses. It came right in the middle of 2020, uh, same time I started here, and uh, it's been been just great to be able to do that three, three, four times a week. You get the cans out the door uh, as opposed to having it jobbed in as they did prior. Yeah. He's not going to say it, so I'm going to say it. If we didn't have John here, we would not have a working canning line. He is a <laughs> fucking magician with that thing. It goes wrong all the time. He can touch it for five seconds and it works again. It's insane. He what did you guys to- end up getting? You using a wild goose? What? Uh, what's What's the canning Alpha. line lineup? Yeah. Ours is from Alpha, from Nebraska. Alpha, okay. Alpha, okay. Yeah, By the it, way, the name it, of that boat uh, is the Ever Forward. Finicky. <laughs> apparently, yeah. Apparently, yeah. Apparently, very <laughs> ironic. <laughs> Ever stopped. <laughs> They're renaming it tomorrow. Yeah. Fresh christening. Uh, we renamed it. <laughs> It'll get there when it gets there. Yeah. 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 Be, is it ever going? That's yeah. what it should be. Yeah. I, I doubt there's a combination of curse words we have not named it. At <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's uh, let's talk a little about the system you guys have behind you. We can see that peeking over John's right shoulder. 
Um, nice. Uh, let's break down the brew house a little bit, and if you have some moments to kind of walk around, let's show everybody yeah, what I we got. It, yeah. I'll carry the computer. Wee. See. Oh, you let's got a laptop. Nice. All right. No, no, yeah, it's a whole a PC. Laptop. He's got to carry his <laughs> screen and the fucking... He's got to plug tower. around. Yeah, get the tower. <laughs> First of all, it's an MSI. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sponsored by MSI. Hey. Um, Welcome MTV Cribs. Um, <laughs> How's it going? So we actually, uh, it's further back here, but we have a 15-barrel brew house, 15-barrel uh, mash ton, 15-barrel uh, brew kettle, um, where we do our kettle sours. We have two 45-barrel fermenters right here on the end, uh, two 40-barrel fermenters a little bit further up the alleyway there. Um, we have... Four 15-barrel fermenters there on the back wall, which are the actual original ones from when the brewery opened. Now, just an FYI, we tend to lose signals back here the further back we get. So if we lose you, we'll run the computer back to the front. Nah, that's fine, yeah. <laughs> it, uh, then, if it freezes, uh, we'll just jump you back we in. Got, we have one 45-barrel uh, bright tank, and then we have one 15-barrel bright tank through there in the middle. And so then, 45s uh, and 15s. Yeah. Easy brew deck. Right and then so, here is what are what are we calling the canning line this week? Oh, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> this isn't a family show. Feel free. <laughs> it's more so who we name it after, not what we call ah. it. We're actually a very small, uh, very small location located here in Rockville. So uh, everything is pretty much on top of one another back there. So it gets a little clustered when we're uh, spreading out for the day. It yep. doesn't look or feel like it. Like being back there doesn't seem all that crowded. I'm sure once you get all the, the spaghetti out and uh, all the water's moving and you're trying to clean up, it probably gets a little rough. It can get a little tight back yeah. there. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, one of the – if you look back here in the alleyway, um, our owners – thought it would be fun so that you could actually walk through the brewery. So we have to scramble to be done by four o'clock every day. <laughs> yep. Um, so, you know, when you got brew hoses and chemicals and God knows what else all over the floor, it definitely makes for a, a mad dash at the end of the day. <laughs> or we could just caustic black blast the guests. That also works. Yeah, that's like 220 <laughs> nice. degree water, you know, be like a slip and slide. <laughs> yeah, my skin slip and slide time. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, that's our hot water line, the dragon. Um, <laughs> then this is our tap room bar right here. All of our beers on tap. Nice. Where we have our, you know, cans that we sell in the brew house and... Um, our mug club, where we have a wow, you got a good uh, show in there. There's a lot of members. Oh yeah, yeah, it sells out usually within about a week. Um, oh, cool. Every year we reopen it around September, and it's gone almost instantly. And then people spend the uh, rest of the year asking when we're going to reopen it. Yeah, <laughs> you are. Um, uh, you obviously with that mug club, you have a good local following. You know, that's for people that are coming in once a week, twice a week, something like that, every day. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. so that's a good showing outpour from the uh, community. Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, people really, really embrace the mug club idea and it ends up being a lot of fun because they get to look super cool when they're here, <laughs> um, drinking out of their fancy glasses and whatnot. It was, yeah, it's, it's your, do you have your, your mic on your I speaker do. on? No, not your mic, but your speaker. Oh. I, I'm wondering, I was hearing it in delay I and I'm going, I was wondering it. 
Sorry. It's okay. No, it's all right. We, I, so that's why I did the mics. I did something in the computer before. I'm like, is, is it feeding back from... Sorry, guys. Tech talk with Mike. Uh, <laughs> I, was fe- I thought it was feeding back from the YouTube channel. And then I was like, no, it can't be the YouTube. And then I, I, I muted everyone's mics. I'm like, it's somebody's mic. And then I saw you with the phone. And I know you're on there, but I'm like, uh, you're seeing it live, which is nicer, right? Yes, it is nicer. Because we're in a delay just to give you guys, uh, a, again, a, a quick tour of what is going on here in the studio as you give us a tour of what's going on in the brew house. Um, this is the best shot to show it. You know, we have a TV uh, on the left-hand side there of that, and we're watching you in a delay because I can't mirror the TV perfectly uh, without, you know, possibly hurting the stream. So anyway, the tech is that uh, Sheila on the couch over there um, it, we had her phone out. There she is. And uh, she was watching the uh, shame, in, insta- the <laughs> Instagram feed. That's not why I'm saying it. But sorry. we are. And the reason why I'm even bringing this all up is because we are on Instagram live right now. A bunch of people are checking in, uh, saying what's up. Beer swipers are in there. Uh, Butch 618, Phineas, Butch. Uh, Burgerology in Huntington. Got uh, Jay Clancy, Wild Rose. And of course, Lady Bruce is right here in the studio. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and as people are watching, uh, they're seeing it in real time. Uh, and so Sheila was watching the Instagram feed as opposed to the delay on the television to get the full brew house tour. Yes. Well done. And if you are watching on Instagram and we do get cut off or you get cut off, you can always check us out on YouTube and Facebook. We are also there. It's a slight delay. But if you're just listening to that, you won't even know the difference. It's yeah. like back to the future. Uh, and also, by the way, gentlemen, uh, I also want to call this out. If anyone wants to call in, 516-465-3990. It's at the bottom of the screen there. Um, if you want to ask any questions to John, Justin, or uh, Billy, feel free to uh, give a little ring-a-ding-ding, and we will uh, put you right on. So, gentlemen, um, talk a little bit about what you have as for a lineup here, because I see the tap list there behind you. You guys have all sorts of uh, beers coming in and out there. Uh, give us a little oh, yeah. rundown of kind of what's going on on that tap list. So we get the ethos of what you guys are looking for at the brewery. So we got a little bit of everything. Um, we have our four core beers, which are Surrender uh, Rye PA, which formerly known as Surrender Dorothy. Um, we can get into that fun story later, our battle with uh, Ted Turner on that one. Um, <laughs> I was thinking more of the song. <laughs> Surrender. We can, we, we, can, we can briefly talk about it. They're not going to listen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Oh, did you get? Did you get a? Well, it's not you guys. They they, they don't. They don't have. Yeah, they don't want to. They're not. They're not cool enough to watch this. Uh, (laughs) We got Devil's Alley, our West Coast IPA, which uh, we were kind of talking about earlier with the Mm. uh, bronze medal that we won at the Maryland Craft Beer Cup. Um, We also, for right now, for the spring, we have our Paint Branch Pilsner, which we actually did a. Uh, local collaboration with a restaurant here called Hello Betty that they made that their uh, their core pilsner on tap. That's cool. Um, so I, that you was, know what? Uh, that was I feel like that's a, a common thread, right? Dinner. I mean, a lot of the restaurants want pilsners on tap. It's, oh, yeah. a, it's a good, yeah. it's an easy, like uh, South Shore did one yes. with uh, Havati Kitchen or whatever. It was the same thing, right? It was well, a now, Haviland. also, Haviland. Um, yeah, Haviland, sorry. I know Garvey's just did one with Elsie's uh, uh, Wing House. Oh, nice. Oh. So yeah, and it's a pilsner. You know, I'm not sure what it is to go with the uh, for the wings. That's a is he slam dunk right it's there? A Russian imperial stout. <laughs> Garbies, if I know them, it's a uh, yeah. Grudzinski uh, smoke beer. <laughs> uh, so that, that's you know an easy collaboration with someone in the the uh, local community, right? I mean, that makes a lot of sense for you guys and what you're doing. Um, oh, yeah. What what else? Uh, what else you got there uh, outside of those? Um, 
And then uh, we just put a scotch ale on nitro. Oh, which yes. is really good. Nitro scotch ale. Yes, please. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's got a pretty good taste to it. It's a nice chocolate notes, good roasted barley notes to it. Um, John actually has his new beer out, which is a big hit. Uh, we call it Uncle John's Honey Wit. Um, we're actually going to can it for the first time in a few weeks. Uh, so uh, that's a big taproom pleaser. And then we just put our, uh, we have a rotating sour series called uh, Bitch Monkey. Uh, that's named after <laughs> here on the Potomac River. Oh, yeah, we'll say that again. Just in case you didn't hear, it's called Bitch Monkey. He's got a shirt <laughs> to go with it. We He's got, got a it. corresponding shirt. They got, they got merch ready for it. <laughs> a little There's got to be a story around that name, yeah. and we need to yep. hear it. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> John, take it. So, yeah, uh, so we have the Potomac nearby, and there's um, there are a lot of kayakers who live in the area, um, and they when they go Team down to the rapids. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Team USA is here. Really? Um, oh. Yeah, they go down through, and they uh, the kayakers actually named the series of rapids because they are extra challenging fish okay. monkeys. So we, we sort of borrowed that from ah. them. It's, um, I don't know if you mentioned this already. That, that, so all of our beers, we're we're Maryland centric. So yeah. um, our like secondary theme is, is drink Maryland. So basically, we go through a process. With each of our beers sometimes can be a little frustrating process, but everything's <laughs> named after a landmark that is either in the state of Maryland or in DC occasionally. So for example, my first, my first named beer, it was a few months after I started here, but I heard the production team calling the beer as it was coming through as a New England IPA. They were just calling it jazzy as a nickname. So I looked up a local DC famous um, jazz club named uh, Jazz Alley or Blues Alley and put that forth, did a little research Put that on our slack and from there everybody's kind of like that's a great idea so let's so we did that and the it became a tribute actually because this legendary blues jazz club closed during COVID, unfortunately oh. so uh we had so many good blues places Alley, IPA. but then everything else has a story about a campground or hiking trail or like you said with the bitch yeah. monkey We'd like to say it over and over again because people love to hear it. I want to know what the background of actually getting those rapids pulled. It's a little bitch less monkey. well at farmers markets when the families are. Yeah. So that's true. <laughs> Mommy, what's I'll bitch have monkey? The, um, the sour. Yes, explaining <laughs> that one to the nine year olds running around there is tricky. <laughs> well, if you say it cute like Elmo, like, I'm a solid move on bitch monkey. Please don't ever do that. Daddy, voice. Wow. You don't like, oh like Elmo? <laughs> I think you've done that before. I might have. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think I've ever done it live on the show. <laughs> I'm a You know what? You know what's fucked up? I think I remember when, when we were at AC. <laughs> you know what's funny? When we were at AC Beer Fest yeah. and I was sleeping, I thought I heard that at my door. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, now so I know. You hold the knife a little tighter. I had that knife very tight. Just grip, grip just a little bit tighter. <laughs> I thought what happened at AC Beer Fest stayed. Oh, well. Maybe, guys. definitely for you guys. <laughs> for us, we were in, we were in uh, dire straits of worrying about our lives. Yes, our life and lives. Oh, and yeah. oh yeah. Yeah, we were, we, yeah, we had that crack B and B. It was awesome. <laughs> we got so much better of a place this year. Hotel. Oh my god, oh my god it's god, so it was... much better than we had last year. We're in a nice like beach town, like it feels like Long Beach uh, down here in New York. So. But uh, I'm going to tell nice you right. a beach where you find syringes. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, back on the beach. But, back but again, yeah. I will reiterate. If yeah. I hear that fucking voice <laughs> at my door in the middle right. of the night. All right. <laughs> Steven. <laughs> Steven says. Oh, uh, shit. All right. Well, I'll, well, I'll, I'll, I'll save that for a special well, moment. I guess, oh, I guess uh, Mike's going alone.
Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Thomas knows I can already do it, so yeah. I'll, I'll drive with Thomas. But he likes it because you know. We, no, we actually have a uh, another beer that we're getting ready to release as well. It's a watermelon rosemary goza that we're Ooh. actually doing with a brewery in Hyattsville. Um, they're called Streetcar 82. They're the only deaf brewery in the state of Maryland. Um, we actually met Mark, their owner, at the uh, Craft you, Maryland. You say uh, deaf brewery? Oh, yep, deaf. All deaf. They're all deaf, deaf owned, deaf operated. Holy uh, shit. Completely deaf brewery. Oh, okay. I, 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 I thought it was like a metal thing. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 not, not deaf. No, deaf. <laughs> deaf. Got it. Got it. Got it. Hearing impaired. Got it. Hearing impaired. There you go. I'm thinking in parents, yeah, so it took me a little while to get there. Which is a different part of University, just in D.C. Wow. So, so right we played um, uh, the blind softball. This was interesting. Uh, two years ago, in, Farm- in Farmingdale, um, they have oh, a... beeper ball. It was, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's a beeper ball, and you have to run to a beeper at first base. Yep. And then they keep track, and I think there's also third base. I think it might be a beeper at each one. But you realize, you know, how much... Uh, of the senses that they, they mm-hmm. like when you lose your hearing, your other senses crank up a little bit. They beat us. They <laughs> destroyed us. We, we also wore blindfolds just to make it even, oh, right? We oh, had to, well, but, but our, we weren't used to those senses. Yeah, no shit. I'm going to imagine <laughs> uh, at, at their brewery, there's got to be something there for them to kind of recognize this kind of stuff, right? Do they have like a uh, timer or something? There's got to be something there. That allows More them to lights. do, yeah. No, well, I didn't even that. Honestly, I, just... I, I think Mark uh, really just pays attention to the vibrations of everything going on. That's what so, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. that's why. Like, yeah. if you had um, some sort of, you know, like a badge or, or even your watch. Like today, technology is ridiculous. Well, you can do I, everything through it automated. I, I know you guys automated, know automated, not automated. I know you guys understand when you're in the brewery and is that. All of a sudden, is a different sound, and you're like, "What the fuck is that? That doesn't sound right. Why? That's a new noise. Oh, yeah. That's Billy, a new noise." Likes to make fun of me. I will absolutely tease him because he can be anywhere in this brewery. He can be outside the brewery on the loading dock, and there can be the smallest fucking sound, and he will go running like a bat out. <laughs> What's of wrong? Right I sense a disturbance in the force. It's yeah, well, I'm, and I'm guessing so for them, it's a they, different vibration. They're probably like, oh, what the fuck? Or or it's a sense yeah. because but in the end. Please don't tell my girlfriend that I have that kind of hearing because <laughs> yeah. I, I don't want her to know. <laughs> uh, all right. I hope she's not watching on the Instagram right now. <laughs> um, no, she'll watch it later. I'll be in the doghouse. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you hear everything? What? A, I told you five apples. You brought three. <laughs> You didn't hear me? You you said you didn't it's hear like the bagels. beep on the on the dryer to take the clothes out. <laughs> you fucking liar. No, that's pretty amazing. So you did a it was a collab with them? With the brewery that uh for the hearing impaired? Yes, uh so it's yeah, collab. Ah, okay, good. Oh, oh, yeah. So Sorry, I'm standing near the speaker so I can relay what I hear. Oh. It's very loud. <laughs> Um, yeah, we, we met Mark at the, uh, at the Craft Beer Awards and him and Billy and I kind of hit it off and, uh, we really enjoy drinking his beer. He's a fantastic brewer. Like their, their brewery is a small little three barrel system and man, they are absolutely killing it. It's yeah. exceptional. Like it's some of the best beer I've tasted in Maryland. What, what's it's the name of it again? Uh, Streetcar 82. 82, huh? 
Any, yeah, any highly recommend you uh, you get in touch with Mark. Their uh, their barrel aged Irish red ale is probably one of the best yes, beers I've ever had. One of my top five beers of all time. Mm, wow, <laughs> kind of like uh, King Celtic. I knew that was. Yeah, you do. So uh, when is that coming back? Yeah, <laughs> we'll get to that later. <laughs> we'll get to that later. Uh, Sheila works for Long Island Brewing Company in Riverhead, Long Island, and they do a uh, a terrific. Um, it wasn't barrel though, but it was uh, imperial red, right. and it is delicious. One of our favorites uh, from them. So whenever that comes up, whenever we hear, you know, high-end red IPA or red anything, we're like, yep, when's that coming out? Yeah, I, do I don't blame you. It's it's a fantastic beer that he makes. And um, I, I just approached him after the meeting with Billy and said, hey, we really enjoyed meeting you. Uh, we really like your beer. Like, if you'd like to get together, you know, we'd love to work with you. And one, one day I got a random email and he's like, hey, Justin, it's Mark from Streetcar. Uh, let's do a beer. Here's the yeast I want to use. Here's the recipe. And I was like, oh, holy shit. Okay. <laughs> Get on it. Do you guys, like, let's do it. Yeah. Like, did you brew not? there or did you brew with you? Sorry, what was the question? Did you, brew, again, did you guys brew with, uh, with them or did you brew at your place? So we're brewing it at our place. Uh, I'm sorry, I'll pop back in. That's right. <laughs> sorry, we. It's very hard to hear. It's, it's a terrible. Computer is it? Is it the the uh, brewing system yeah, in the so background the, making the so much noise? Is going to happen on location here. The ah. recipe Justin and Mark are developing together, and then it's going to be brewed here. Mark's going to come over here and work with us on it, and uh, and then yeah, it's just fifty fifty down the middle, and gets our name with their customers and their name with our customers. Yes, yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the point of the collabs, right? Yeah. I mean, it's just to get cross yeah. promotion between the two. How far away are they from you? Um, they're probably about 30, 35 minutes. Oh, good. Uh, yeah, so it's enough. Up the, up the Beltway, not too far away. Ah, the Beltway. Mm. <laughs> it's like our LIE. Just a, yeah. uh, a shit storm. <laughs> just of, a big of, piece of shit yeah. that never moves. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> shit show every my, my, Yeah, it's nonstop traffic. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I remember the one thing that stands out to me is I think it's a mosque with the big blue uh, roof. On on the right by it's right before you get to DC. It's on our way. It's like, right on four ninety five. Is it this right here? Are you talking about the Mormon Temple? Look at the oh, is that what that's can. after? But it's not blue. Oh, you're talking about the Mormon Temple. About the Mormon temple. Oh, it's a Mormon. I didn't. I thought it was a mosque. Nah, not no, that. But I thought. I thought what I was seeing was a mosque. It had like no, the yeah, rounded top. Ah. For special occasions, you can buy tickets for it now. Mormon Temple. I had no idea. Yeah, that's a. That's the source of our whole name change for Surrender. Was, uh, <laughs> that on the so, surrender. We have no Mormons here tonight, right? No one's Mormon? No. Good. Perfect. Uh, so, not that I know of. <laughs> how many people have seen Book of Mormon? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Oh, yeah. my God. Great. Yeah, not I a big love Mormon. It. Well, we have a big Mormon population, not currently in the room. But, uh, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, good. Good. Well, I, th I thought they weren't allowed to drink. Are they allowed to drink? They're not allowed to drink. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. Huh. Well, we that really hurts your, your base. Um. <laughs> You know, the story, uh, the sh short story version basically is that it looked, uh, we, we went to get the copyright and ah. it looked a, a wee bit too much like the movie The Wizard of Oz. Mm -hmm. Clearly that's what we were doing because um, back in the day, it started in the late 70s. There's a train bridge that you see, like you see in the picture there, right as you're going westbound on 495, the Beltway, yep. with the temple in the background and somebody started spray painting Surrender Dorothy across it, like the... <laughs> Wicked Witch, you know, yep. painted That's in amazing. the sky at the oh end of the movie. God. So we took that and ran with it, and uh, it's been our flagship for years. Went to uh, went to get the trademark for it, and 
the company that owns the rights to that particular movie said, no, not only can you not have the rights <laughs> to that, you also have to get rid of the yellow brick road yep. and you have to get rid of the word Dorothy. And so what you see on the can now is our surrender ride PA, which still acknowledges the uh, people are concerned about the religious connotations with regard to the temple and the word surrender now. Of course, yeah. Like, <laughs> it's a whole new, like, what? What are you asking me to do? But uh, it is Surrender now, Jerry. Surrender to the beer. Yeah. But, uh, but it's still our flagship. It's very popular regionally. Uh, people will absolutely love it. Yeah, not too many people are doing a rye IPA. Um, I do. I love them. The, so let's let's break some of that down because in house today we have shattered glass. We have the rye IPA. We're in the midst of drinking shattered glass. We had rye IPA to start off the show. Break us down a little bit of that rye IPA. What are you using? What goes in there? What's the process? Oh man, it's actually it's got a pretty lengthy grain bill. Um, not a lot uh, in terms of pounds, but it's uh, got been uh, excuse me Vienna melanoidin. Rye, Pilsner, Carapils, and a little bit of two row in there. Wow. Um, so it's it's got an eclectic bunch in there. Um, the hop bill is pretty straightforward. We use Bravo, uh, Enigma, and a little bit of um, Eldorado hops in it. Huh. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Eldorado's, I guess, on the borderline of sexy hops, but the rest of that's pretty straightforward, right? I mean, that's, that's yeah, a good lineup. Pretty straight mash bill. We go in at a, you know a nice level temperature. We don't step mash or anything, so it's all one temperature, single single infusion mash. Um, send it over to the brew kettle. We usually do about an hour and ten minute boil, like a little bit longer, just to give it uh, a little bit of that more roasted body flavor mm-hmm. to it. He's giving away but, secrets. Uh, Pay attention, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I know big, big secrets. Uh, I, I, I tell you, I was no glad numbers, to hear. No numbers. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No percentages um, here. And shattered glass is uh, shattered glass is pretty simple malt bill. It's uh, it's two row, a little bit of wheat and a little bit of carafoam, uh, Vireman carafoam. Uh, I actually had a lot of uh, a lot of enjoyment changing that recipe around uh, before I took over here at Seven Locks. Um, one of the things that was widely criticized in the area is the inconsistency and that the beers were not the same from one batch to the next. And also a little bit of our uh, New England's, they all seem to taste very similar. So that was one one goal that I tried to tackle when I took over here last year and uh, played around with the vanilla and the orange peel that go into the Whirlpool. And then I, I actually added a lot more vanilla and orange peel uh, cold side into the fermenter to just mm. give you a lot of that more effervescence i really mm-hmm. wanted you to feel like you were having a dream sickle that had melted in your glass cool Ooh. i uh I, so here's here's something we i could open up for discussion because i don't think we've had this big discussion on the show so when i see new england ipa uh most people typically think hazy right am i am i crazy to say that or, no, no 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 that's yeah that's fair it's fair you have it as new england ipa give me what your uh i guess uh, slant or, or variant of that is and why a New England IPA to, I guess, the is it about the name or is it about trying to change palettes? Like, which which direction are you headed in for naming it a New England IPA? So the original recipe was named New England bef- long before I got here. For this one, I really tried to hone in the water chemistry of how you traditionally will find a New England IPA, either in Boston, Connecticut, Vermont, Rhode Island. Um, 
it's usually a little bit harder in calcium, a little bit harder water chemistry. Um, pH is usually around five and a half, maybe 5.2. Hmm. So I, I really tried to fit in that hardness of the water, if that makes any sense. And mm-hmm. then for mm-hmm. the, uh, I really tried to hit the citrusy notes because in my mind, all of the West Coast IPAs that I had had, uh, at least the majority of them were all, they were piney, they were resinous, had a little yep. bit of citrusy notes to them, really nice and even keeled. This one I wanted to be a juice fruit bomb almost without right. actually, without without fitting into, uh, you know, the cliches that you see now where it's like a hundred different fruits and it's just pulp in, in your glass. <laughs> Orange but, juice. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it was water chemistry for a lot lot for me and is that really how we're we're separating it out I, I'm, I'm just asking as not really being in the marketing end of uh the beer are we trying to separate out the, the ideas of new england versus just the standard ipa versus west coast by taste profile not by look or feel um yeah for for myself i do and i realize that's not a popular opinion with a lot of brewers but um i I like the science behind brewing. I like the water chemistry and, uh, you know, the chemistry that goes into the reactions behind everything. So that's kind of why I kind of took a a literal scientific approach to it. Um, So to me, as long as it's clear, that's that's what I like my West Coast as. And Shattered Glass came out a little clearer than I had intended to. I'm not going to lie. I I think my filter did a little little too good of a job on that one. (laughs) Um, it could be a little cloudier. So Billy likes to tease me about that one as well. When it goes on draft, he's like, Oh, it's our clear new England. That'd be yeah, my, It's uh, a hazy seltzer. A little too well on that one. <laughs> Are you guys, I, I, so you have a distilling background. Have you guys thought about possibly putting in a small distilling? Can you even do that by law? Is there anything that can go along with that? Um, in the state of Maryland, it can be done. It is not something that uh, that our owners have any interest in. Uh, myself, yeah, down the line, I would absolutely love to open up a brewery distillery. Um, and I really just- do miss distilling. It's a lot of fun. Actually, uh, the Billy is shamelessly plugging my last distillery. Uh, we actually had a batch of the uh, Billy Goat that I was telling you guys about earlier. Yeah, yeah. Um, it had oxidized. We had uh, we had some issues with the canning line. It wasn't seaming properly. And uh, we had about 300 cases. Oh, no. We had 300 cases Brutal. that were just, it, it was lost. It was gone. Uh, it was one of the biggest failures of my career. I felt terrible. Did you at least make um, like like something good out of it? Take it to a shooting range and just start <laughs> something. Um, fun, throw them against better. walls. We, we did take a few cans out and we did swing a couple baseball nice. bats and tire irons. Something you got to make um, something of it. At least get some like marketing out of it or something. <laughs> I actually I called a uh, I called my old distiller actually back in Richmond and he brought a full trailer up the next day. And actually made uh, moonshine out of it. Oh, oh my wow. god! All right, something definitely so came out of that. Jesus, it's it's actually really really good. Um, so it's my my former my former distillery trial and error. Um, John Kreckman was like, "Hey, I'll take it. You just you tell me how it's coming. I'll I'll make arrangements. I don't care." 
So he sent me videos of him popping over 2,000 oh, cans. Oh, wow. And <laughs> <laughs> How did his thumbs feel after wow. that one? Oh, my God. Oh, man. He said they were numb. Oh, they, they had them wrapped up in bandages the whole nine yards. He said it was a miserable experience. But uh, they sold it out in two weeks. So, I mean, he did something How right. about that? There you oh, go. Wow. Grapes, uh, lemons but, into lemonade, rather. I was going to say grapes into wine, but, but no. It, it, he doesn't want really really to do any wine work. Really and they both taste pretty good. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I I would imagine, you know, going into this, you guys have had a few mistakes like that. What was, besides that one, obviously, uh, what, what was some of the other big ones that kind of came and went, some things that just didn't work? What were uh, some of those uh, mishaps that maybe you had turned into something beautiful? Um, yeah. Okay, yeah. Do you, do you, yeah, I'll tell the story. Everyone's got one. I was, I was, it was just early on in my brewing career here. Um, so it was probably my fourth or fifth solo brew, and I was working on Surrender. Must have been for the first time or so, because uh, at that point in the green room, every bag went into the mill. That mm. was my understanding. And then <laughs> apparently Justin told me, you know, just a few pounds of this bag of the, uh, the, the roasted, barley. roasted barley, the dark stuff, of this, you know, this 30-pound bag that I'm handing you, just put three pounds in. Oh, sorry. It's only one of them. Somebody decided to throw the whole bag in, so we had, of course, like a, basically a black IPA. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Happy accident, according to Mike here. We love me a black IPA. Really good. That's what brewing is all about, right? Yeah. So uh, we kept it in the fermenter, and we kept kind of blending it with the, the batches that came down afterwards, and we ended up using almost all of it. Cool. Nice. And now we have the little last bit of it on tap, and it's selling very well. Yeah. Now I'm just renamed under a slightly. Happy There you go. Very, like very uh, Bob Ross. Happy accidents. Happy accidents yeah. happen. Yeah, I mean, that's what we said, though. I mean, like, it tasted fine. I wasn't going to dump it down the drain. No. <laughs> Hell no. A bunch of people yeah, checking no, in on uh, on Instagram. Uh, Joseph John saying, what's up? Beer Body Slams uh, checking in. Nikki Leeds. Uh, West Babylon, our buddy uh, Robbie from West Babylon Superstars checking in, and uh, Shields waving back at uh, at Robbie. <laughs> uh, uh, Cantina, Cantina, Amanda Ooh, McDonald's what? hanging out. A bunch of people in here in the Instagram. Uh, gentlemen, I, I'm going to uh, cruise off of Instagram for a minute because we want to get into a segment that we usually do right around this time. Anyone on Instagram right now, go over to YouTube or Facebook, type in the work with Mike and Pete, and uh, check and us Steve. out live on... And Steve, sorry. Well, since you lost the battle been with COVID. Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> and yes, and if anybody's listening to this, I did not succumb to the COVID, as Mike stated two weeks ago. It was the first thing out of my I mouth. It's an Easter miracle. I, yeah, it's an Easter I rose. <laughs> he, Steve is risen. risen. I Thank have risen. Uh, we're going to get off, jump off this uh, Instagram, and then we're going to get into uh, Steve's questions. Gentlemen, before we do that, um, let's talk a little bit about what you guys got coming up. What's in the tanks? What's going on for the future? What What do you think the next big step is here at the brewery? All right. So uh, what's in the tanks? We have a nice, another New England. It's called Indigo Tunnel. Um, it's guava, pineapple, and tangerine New England IPA, which uh, we're very excited about. We have a Belgian quad in the tank that um, yes, has a very mm. big cult following here in uh, Montgomery County. And... Um, we got uh, oh we got polychrome which is our uh, double IPA which we haven't made in quite a while um, mm. so I'm pretty excited about that one. In the summer we got a lot of fruited beer. Uh, the bitch monkey will be doing peach for the <laughs> first time uh, this Friday actually. 
Um, so uh, we got a lot of good ones. Billy and John also have a lot of recipes that we've all been formulating together. Um, so not some that aren't quite ready, but uh, they'll be hitting the brew deck here pretty soon. Nice. I, I, with that quad, are you going for traditional? Are you doing any crazy variants? What's what's the the ethos of uh, that traditional one? Belgian quad? Um, uh, all I can say about that one because that one is under very big lock and key secret. It is our owner's <laughs> recipe. Um, it is a lot of Belgian candy sugar. It has a mm. two hour boil and it has a lot of nice chocolate and toasted toffee notes. So that's all I can say about it. Right that sounds now. really good. <laughs> yeah, it's, I, it's phenomenal. It's, it's really good. And that will be available when? Um, Mike, it was your wife who was in here, right? Yes, correct. Yeah. Right. And I believe when she was in here, uh, there was another lady that she was here with. Um, I was her mother. We were both drinking the Bitch Monkey Cranberry, I believe. Yes, right? yeah, yeah. They they love their sours for sure. Right. So we should make a point when the uh, we've got the blueberry right now. And when we have the peach up and running as well, we'll uh, we'll make a point to get something in the mail for. Oh, for that's awesome. Ah, oh, that'd be great. They they oh, would yeah, love absolutely. it. Got to keep the quad. Yes. Yeah, but, but when, <laughs> when when is that quad gonna be ready? <laughs> Um, as for the future of the brewery, um, <laughs> we I, I will say this: it's probably hard step. hard for them to hear you. He, uh, Steve was asking, "When's the quad going to be available?" Um, quad will actually be available on Wednesday. Oh, road trip! <laughs> well, I'll try to send a growler up. Oh, there we go. Make it a crowler um, so it doesn't as for the uh, get future, jostled. We're, uh, like Billy and I were saying, we have the collaboration coming up. Yeah, uh, we got a lot of different beers that haven't been brewed before that we're really looking forward to doing. Uh, we're getting actually. I was told today that we're actually submitting five beers to the Great America Beer Festival in Denver. Nice. nice. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, so, by the uh, way, if you guys if you guys get in there and we have to send our fuelers out, that's been on my. Uh, What's the word I want? Oh, it's been on my bucket my list. bucket list, but Thank I don't you. want to even say that because I don't want to even indicate anything that's the future. Well, you don't know. You may lose your battle with COVID. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> As I did. Perhaps. Um, I, I That's one of the ones that I want to not only just get to, but broadcast at. There's just so much beer out there. And oh, what you can... No. Uh, have you guys actually been to one of those? or? Uh, um, I have never been to Great America. Have you guys? Not yet. Yeah. No, this will be a first opportunity <sighs> for all of us. It's, We're pretty excited. It's a, it's a great time. I, I had gone at least five times. And, <laughs> oh, really? Uh, yeah, poured, poured... Fancy pants over here. We poured <laughs> four years in a row um, and won two medals. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's one of those ones that's just... Divide and Conquer, right? Is that yeah, the... Divide and Conquer. Divide and conquer. Silver, yeah. silver uh, got a silver for uh, uh, Golden Belgian Strong. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, the oh, Belgian. Oh, wow. Nice. The, uh, what, what are you thinking about entering into that? Um, so we're going to enter a couple of our cores, uh, probably Devil and Surrender. Um, surprise, I want to enter Honeywit. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> Um, and there's a there's a couple of recipes that I've been working on some barrel aged stuff that uh, I haven't had the opportunity to package yet that I'd like to I'd like to send out there. Um, I've got a imperial uh, Irish cream ale and an imperial Irish stout that I'd like to send as well. Very cool. There you go. Now now you guys are gonna pour or you just just going to hang out and have a great time. Um, probably a little bit of both, but, uh, <laughs> I mean, our, our owner is going, so we'll probably have to be on our, a little bit of our best behavior, but it, there, there's at least one day where they're going to let us run wild, which there is you go. a mistake, but, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, we got a, a segment coming up here. We're going to learn a little bit about you guys and your, uh, your profiles and what you guys like. Uh, this is a little, uh, segment we like to call Steve's questions. 
and it's going to go around the room. So let's get into the uh, the theme music that we have for Stephen, and then we'll be right back uh, with some questions. very special presentation three questions with our very own steve pominski yeah steve's questions three questions from steve three questions steve's questions go Gotta have it. Gotta do it. Steven, do uh, it. let's get those questions out. We're going to ask you for everyone that we have both in the room and remote tonight. Why don't you explain a little bit how this works? All right. I'm going to ask three questions, one at a time. Um, just try to be honest. You don't have to know we get judged about anything. You could say whatever you would like. Uh, and these are just, you know, just to see where you guys have been from and, and your experience with, with beer. The first question, and we'll start with the, uh, the the guys down in Maryland. What was that that one beer, that first beer that you had that turned you on to craft beer, where you said, what is going on here? I need to find out more about craft beer. What was that one? Um, for me, that was a beer called Falcon Smash, and it's by a brewery in Richmond, Virginia called Triple Crossing. Um, it is almost gained such a following that it's it's like the city's beer the city's oh, craft wow. beer uh beer um it was that one and uh, stone's production facility is actually in richmond as well and i've been going to their tap room since i was 16 with my parents and uh, just having a number of their beers uh definitely made me want to get into the industry for sure nice nice um for me i mean i grew up in Virginia and my family had a tendency to drink a lot of really terrible shit beer. And so I was very, very happy with my terrible shit beer for a long period of time. Um, but when I was living in Brooklyn, I got into a bad car situation and my car got taken apart. It took weeks and weeks and weeks. And it was right by the other half uh, location right down there uh, near the McDonald's. Yep, I, I mean, someone was spoiled. Um, and so I would just go there and hang out there for hours and hours and hours while they were taking apart and putting my car back together over and over and over again and uh, fell madly in love with that place and kind of stopped drinking shit beer after that. So. Yeah, nice. I don't think you'd ever drink anything else besides that again. That's going to be your go-to. What was your favorite from them? Yeah. yeah true. What was, uh, what was your favorite from them? Uh, I'm from Chicago. Moved here from Chicago 20 years ago. Um, went to, used to hang out at the Goose Island, the actual Goose Island brewery. Mm -hmm. The real one. Actually got bought up by, you know, InBev. Yep. Um, and uh, that's where I not only fell in love with craft beer, but um, decided that I wanted to start making it myself at home. And so I've been homebrewing for the last 23 years now. And that, that was, that gave me, of course, the, the background and experience to step in here a couple of years ago. Nice, nice. Let's come to the ladies. Start with you, Michelle. Um, hmm. I'm probably gonna have to say Nugget Nectar. Oh, oh Trogues! Yeah, love the Trogues. Yeah, I hated beer for a long time. <laughs> and then I don't know something about Nugget Nectar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, it being delicious. Yes, absolutely. That one. Yes, that one. definitely. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that is a good one. Sarah, good. Yeah. 
Um, so Wait, did I say? I, they're like an hour away. I will be honest. I not in the craft beer industry. Um, I have been a bartender for a very long time, and I do some different work. Um, but um, I don't. I'm not gonna lie. I don't have like a specific beer that was like, ooh, this is the one. But definitely through just bartending, working with folks. Um, you know, people that would come in and bring different stuff for us to try. Um, the years of drinking shit beer when I was younger. Um, definitely was like, yeah, craft beer is definitely more for me. Um, I can't really think of anything too specific. Um, Long Island. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, it's funny. I actually, Sheila has for many years has been my regular and would be like, try this one, try this, whatever was on tap that we had. Um, Cause we would have Long Island, would have Montauk, a um, couple different ones. But uh, yeah, so really my regulars would, you know, kind of guide me on like, what's good, what, what to try. Did you ever call her Padawan? <laughs> I will guide you, young Padawan. Well, you know, <laughs> that's a good one. You know, what's funny though, is that I have known her for years in a bar setting, yeah. but I was not there in a drinking yeah. mode. I was there because my yeah. well, my you were business, <laughs> my paddleboarding business, is located where her bar is located. Ah, I gotcha. Yeah, so I knew her for many years, and when I'm working with my business, like I'm not in drinking mode. Yeah. So it would be like one for me, like whatever you yeah. have on tap, and it's a small tap list. Yeah. yeah. So you don't have a lot to choose from, but they have gotten more craft beer over the yeah. years, which is nice. Yeah. What What is it recently? For me. Yeah. Well, recently, um, I went out, we went out east uh, this past weekend, and we tried, we of course, give me a smile, and then we went over to Uber Geek, and they had some really awesome beers on tap. My husband got, oh my gosh, I don't even know, it's like the Space one. Oh, Space at, Age. Yeah, 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 yeah he got that, we tried that, that was really, really good. That was um, one of his cores now, right? Yeah. Space yeah. Age time, Stone, Stone Age, Age. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. a good one. So that was really good, one of my other friends tried something else, so we kind of just were, you know, testing out. Still exploring. Yeah, 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 but it yeah. was, it's been... It's been fun so far. So. <laughs> <laughs> Just wait till the harder questions come. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> Sheila? I, this is a hard one for me because um, I feel like I was exposed to so many great beers in such a small amount of time because it was like, you know, Blue Point definitely made a big uh, mm -hmm. impression on me when I was younger. Um, all of a sudden, you know, I grew up with my father drinking Bud. Yeah. That was his go-to for my entire life. So I thought that that was basically all there was to beer. Um, and then... Thanks, Dad. Yeah, <laughs> right. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, like, I have no shame in opening a can of Bud, you know, once every six months. Gotta have a heavy every so much. Um, yeah, but then, you know, Blue Point was there, and um, I had their toasted lager, and I was like, oh, like, it can actually have more flavor. This is, <laughs> this is interesting. Okay. And then uh, that's back when the tasting room was this big. Mm -hmm. yep. And yeah. you could drink as much as you yep. wanted. Tiny dive bar. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and then I had their blueberry yeah. oh. ale. And that was like, whoa, this is totally, there's something here so much bigger. And then all day IPA, I had that. And I was like, okay, like I can get into IPAs also. And then it was just an explosion from there. I and remember their lineup was uh, Toxic Sludge, yeah, Lager, <laughs> um, Blueberry, and then the oh, other one. Howling Bastard. Hoptical. Hoptical. Yeah. Those were the four cores oh, that came out yeah. to start. Yeah. Ridiculous. I yeah. didn't like, I, you know, when I was younger, I really, really didn't like IPAs, but Hoptical Illusion. Yeah. So <laughs> it, was bad, always, yeah. it was always the go-to at that yeah. point. And now it's different. Now they changed the recipe. <clears throat> yes. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, totally yeah. different. Yeah. All right. So now question number two. 
All right, guys. What is your favorite style as of right now? Favorite style? Mm. Oh, I'm uh, I'm a hophead. Uh, so if it's an IPA, I'm, I'm I'm there. I've been enjoying milkshake IPAs. I've been enjoying the hazies and the juicies. Um, so I'm just a huge fan of what people are coming up with, which is kind of fun. Yeah. Although I do see. Um, I, I feel like I see a, a resurgence of uh, the West Coast, the uh, original like recipe coming mm-hmm. back in a lot of breweries. I know ours is uh, very popular. We sell a lot of our Devil's Alley. Um, and that's, for me in particular, that's my, my favorite beer that we have on tap all the time here. But yeah, just my, my hop, my hop uh, love just dictates all, my, all the beers that I love to drink. But right now, <laughs> you know, I'm having a Scotch Ale, so yeah. most yeah. Switch it up a little bit every now and then. John, if you had to pick uh, one hop out there, what what was what's do you think your favorite hop is at this point? Um, I've been uh, I've been in love with Citra for a long time. Yeah, sexy hop all day. Yeah, Citra Mosaic. I love cashmere. Cashmere, yeah. Oh, <sighs> cashmere, cashmere, and comet. Comet, really? All right. <laughs> I live and die by the by I the love hop. Those two. <laughs> all right, what else we got? Everyone's naming their favorite hop. Uh, oh, um, when it comes to me, uh, it's actually funny. I used to hate sours until I actually started coming here, and they had the guava, the sour guava on tap, and the sour guava sort of changed my entire palate here. It's my hands-down favorite sour, and so now it's the first thing I try whenever I go anywhere. I don't really get into, like, the really fruity, heavy, sweet milkshakey shit like i really just like the straight sour punch to the mouth and okay so that's uh that's the first place i go whenever i go into a place it's always hit the sours first things nice. like gozes yeah yeah i'm having trouble hearing because farmhouses stuff like uh, that <laughs> yeah so uh, yeah no love gozes um that's why i'm really excited that we're actually making one here because i think it's the first time we've ever put one out here right yeah, yeah. nice yeah oh, what's your favorite hop my favorite hop shit I just like the smell of the uh, the lemon um, the lemon drop lemon drop the ah, lemon drops. I, mean, I can just rub that shit on my hands and smell it all day. <laughs> rub it on there your you neck go. when you go out. Yeah. You know, a little bit behind the ear. It's like pheromones. Yeah, you know? <laughs> baby, what do you smell like tonight, <laughs> honey? That's my favorite thing. It's a lemon drop. Um, I myself, I, I'm kind of like John. I used to be a really big hophead. Um. I, I'm a really big fan of West Coast IPAs over New England's personally. I kind of like the the piney, resiny flavor of an IPA. Um, but over the last few years, just with my my distilling background, I'm really I'm, I'm a princess. Really, I'm just gonna say it. Uh, I really love barrel aged beer, like wax dip bottles or anything that's on draft that's a barrel aged beer. I am a uh, I am a little little punk for that. Um, <laughs> My favorite hop, though, honestly, all of them. Uh, I can't really pick one. I, I, these guys will see me just stick my face in the bag every time. I, <laughs> I, I love the smell of every hop. Which is really great when he does that because you can smack the bag and it all just comes out. Got all caught in his hair. Um, He's got a little one. Um, particular. I'm a really big fan of Amarillo or Centennial. Oh, okay. Some classics. Yeah, go. good old classics. Yeah. Uh, I, I just love... Love the profile of those two. Before you uh, ask in-studio guests here, a uh, bunch of people checking in on Instagram went back live. We got Barley Boy. We got, uh, oh, Diana saying hi. Uh, yeah, craft Not Crap L.I. Uh, got the uh, Lisa Geiger says, I guess, Body, bla- body Slams are coming back. Um, Jervisa 59, a bunch of people checking in. So 
Cool, cool. Yeah. Okay. Mish? Um, I'm definitely a fangirl for any good West Coast IPA. The bitter, the better. Mm. Because now we don't really see any bitterness in no. any IPAs, really. It's all juice. <laughs> yeah. And then funky lambics. You don't oh, see a lot of that yeah. either. Yeah. Right. Yep. Nike. <laughs> You actually took the words right out of my mouth, not to cut you off. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll just skip you then. <laughs> so now we know. Um, I'm going to go with IPAs too. And now that I'm learning more with you guys, more of the, I guess, West Coast, bitter. Um, I don't like anything too fruity. Um, but again, like as I'm kind of exploring more, I'm learning like sours really aren't my thing. Yeah. Uh, again, I don't really, I'm right there with you. Yeah, it's it's a little too much for me. Um, but yeah, I would say IPAs. Yeah. And I'm willing to try anything, but <laughs> mostly IPAs. Shirley, so you, have the key, you, have the, you have the keys to the kingdom over there at Long Island. I do. You you pretty <laughs> much have your, your way with any of the beers that come out there. Has I, that changed what you were about to say? Um, no, it hasn't. And okay. I am very fortunate um, with the uh, amount of runway they give me um, and how much uh, input I have in what goes on there. Yeah. I love West Coast IPAs. And for a long time, still now, it's so hard to find people locally, especially doing yeah. yes. good West Coast IPAs. Mm -hmm. yep. um, I pushed for that last year to be our anniversary beer. And I thought it came out amazing. And I am steadily applying pressure to rebrew <laughs> re that beer because I thought it was just a fantastic. Uh, You're effort. like the tourniquet. You're just slowly like twisting. The <laughs> yes. Thing. Okay. I cool. will get I'll my way. The, I'll I cut don't the limo. Yeah. <laughs> it's happening. Years. Yeah. Damn it, Greg. Do it. Yes. Um, but I also am a sucker for a good sour. A lambic, like lambics are in my heart. Yeah. Um, I don't, I'm kind of steering away from um, any type of thicker sours. Like I don't want Don't throw milk, milk shake, sugar in it. Nothing. So I don't 420 want North is not for you. <laughs> 450 North. <laughs> honestly, 450, 450 honestly north. I do love them. I yeah. do. But I just feel like um, it was just oversaturated. I had too many of them. My beer fridge is still full of fantastic <laughs> versions, but... I just don't want it right now. Yeah, it's not the, quite the, the season either at this point. I mean, when you think about I it, mean, I, is there a season? I, I mean, I, for me, there is. I, I feel like every time it's warm out, I want something crispy or yes. something just yeah. bright. Right. And, and oh, you know, it's like when I, after I mow the lawn for a couple hours, I break open that barrel age uh, Russian Imperial style. <laughs> right. that, exactly. that quenches the thirst. Yes. Nothing like sweating into your boxers like <laughs> yes. nice Russian Imperial stout right. after a long yeah. day in ninety degree weather, uh, smelling like best. grass clippings. It's the best. Oh boy. <laughs> I just really am into beer that tastes like beer, and I go. wish that ah. more breweries would go. really learn the, the how to play beer. beers yeah. are just too much, and then the, you just your palate after oh, tasting it, yeah. it gets yeah. it, just, it, it also sounds now. like I mean. It just sounds fucking ridiculous, some of those. I mean, also, when you pour it out, there's like a quarter that you can't pour because it's just sludge. Sludge. Yes. Sludge. Thank you. It's <laughs> true. Sludge. But that's, a, that's the part you're supposed to chew afterwards, right? Uh, yes. That's like, yeah. the, like the. You get your spoon out and you yeah. eat it like, like yogurt. And, you know, it's. I literally it's just poured a beer the other day. Yeah. Our brewer, Kevin, brought it in because he knows I'm in love with this one particular brewery. Gad, say, what was wrong? Uh, it's Omnipolo. Oh, yeah. Oh. Okay. I, I love them. And honestly, I think that they can do no wrong. But I, I really thought she was going to say barrage, mm. but. Man, yeah. But <laughs> you know I love barrage, too. Yada, 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 all the way. Did they do the action Bronson beer Omnipolo? Um, no. I don't no, think right? so. No, right? Who was that? 
That was I somebody. I don't think that was them, yeah. but I do love Action Bronson yeah, too. Yeah, it was a good one. Um, but this beer, it was like um, it was like a cotton candy berry something or other. It poured like yogurt. It looked like Pepto Bismol, and <laughs> I just couldn't. I just couldn't get into it. It was like probably was, too like coyingly sweet. Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. just too much, and I wanted to love it because it was them, and I couldn't do it. I had to drain pour it. it was oh, very sad. Drain pour. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Keep those standards high, no, Sheila. Seriously, I'm not gonna drink shit just because. Yeah, just, you know. But just there's no balance yeah. in it. Like at least with milk stouts, you have that balance of yeah, the rich the, and sweet yeah, right. yeah, yeah, with yeah. the roastiness. Yes, so but I it just, doesn't no. have that. And and unlike Pete, if there's if there is any sludge, you know, you could just spoon it out onto some tiramisu <laughs> or something, <laughs> and you'd be good to go. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> that no that wasn't Pete's ballpark. That's for sure. Oh God. Uh, and question of three questions of steve what is that one beer guys that if you went to a restaurant or a bar right now you would hope to see on tap other than the beers that you guys brew it's a lot it's a lot of thinking the beer that we hope to see on tap other than one of ours yep that you would that it could be any it could be from 20 years ago it could be from anywhere in uh, on the earth what would be that one beer you're like oh man i hope I'm just going to jump in. Um, I am basic as fuck. And if I see the pumpkin, <laughs> every time I see the pumpkin on tap, my oh, heart jumps. Southern, oh. Southern Tears. Oh, Southern wow. Tears. Yep. It's, that is I love a basic. pumpkin beer. Yeah. I will always have a pumpkin beer. Um, and if I see that one, I will run towards it. Um, <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Basic <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> I like that you own yeah, it. Yeah, that's that. That would be. The, the, do you like the rimmed or unrimmed? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> How are they gonna? Rimmed all the way. Yeah, all right. There you go, buddy. <laughs> nice way to own up to that. I love it. Now, are you are you wearing a flannel in the meantime? <laughs> gotta have a flannel on. Gotta have some boots yeah, on. I'm a lumberjack, and I'm. There, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. You owned it. I love it. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, uh, actually, mine's uh, mine's gonna be KBS um, oh. out of uh, Founders. Sure, yeah. Uh, Barrel aged stout. When I see that, I, I jump for joy. Do you, um, do you uh, do you do you KBS or would you even take a CBS? I think it's K. Well, there's, there's, both. there's both. Oh no, uh, KBS. I'm thinking. Yeah. KBS. Right. Right. CBS. You gotta say it like a broadcaster. <laughs> CBS. CBS. Can't broadcast sports. Is that right? Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I think mine, just because of the experiences I was having in my life, I was having such a good time playing college hockey. Um, New Glarus is uh, Spotted Cow. Oh, yes. Um, yeah, I feel like I remember that. All-time favorite beers. Um, it just sucks that it's only a regional beer and I can't get it yep. anywhere else. But yep. I would absolutely, if I saw anything from New Glarus, I would absolutely get that. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I, I'm a fan of New Glarus. And like you said, you can only get it there. You're not getting it anywhere yeah, else. Yeah, it, You only got to be in the confines of, oh, geez, where, where in Wisconsin even are they? They're in BFE. <laughs> is, it New, is it New Glarus, Wisconsin? Yeah. Is it? I, I think it know. is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's like four towns in Wisconsin anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Population 77. Well, you got Eau Claire, Madison, and uh, Green Bay, Milwaukee. and Milwaukee. Like. And New Glarus. <laughs> and New Glarus. <laughs> it's, a, it's a quick drop-off after the top three. There you go. <laughs> it goes yeah, right there. It's, it nose-dives pretty quick. But yeah. they, got a, they got a solid beer scene. 
They make beer in Milwaukee? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I heard they have the best beer. Oh. Uh, uh-huh. And sometimes it's light. <laughs> Michelle. Um, this is a hard one. Yeah. I'm probably going to go either with, I mean, I don't brew it, but <laughs> but it's from where I work, North Forks Pierce the Ale, which is a West Coast IPA. Mm. Or, that is an excellent one. Yes. That it's, is excellent it's, one. A phenomenal. It's one of the flagships. Mm. Or dealing with dissonance from Uber Geek, which is a dark sour with ginger and tamarind. I had that one. Yeah. I liked I'm it. Sorry? I there was a little bit of the tamarind for me. I'm not a huge tamarind fan, mm-hmm. but it was subtle enough. But I I I wish it just didn't have the tamarind. The rest of it was brilliant. See, I just uh, I and I love drinking dark sours with sushi. Yeah. Oh. Like I just love drinking and then eating sushi with it, and just mm. like the umami flavor comes through. Okay. Yeah. I, I just. Every single time. Mm. <laughs> Wait, who makes that beer? Uber uh, Geek in Riverhead on Long Island. It's with, I think, okay. lime, that ginger, and tamarind. Oh, three, it's like, phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it, he's got some he, wild science going on out there that he just concocts. Oh, and yeah, he's in sours with, like, blue spirulina. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, the cra- and we're going to get to that because uh, the, the Lady Brewsters have their annual beer release and it was brewed at this brewery, Uber Geek. So we'll we'll talk about that in just a minute. So let's finish up the questions here. So I'm gonna go with one just because of I'm from the area and I grew up around it, and it's just nostalgic for me. Uh, Optical Original from mm. Blue Point. Um, I like that you said original. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm thinking of the original the tasting batch, room, yeah. and oh, you know, yeah. went to high school with you know the owner's daughter, and just it's just so just purely for memories and. Good time growing up and bringing my son there when he was little and finding my food vendor at their you know River River Ave location so for my for my wedding so I'm gonna go with the original hot wait which 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 who'd you have um the pizza truck that they would oh yeah the 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 cold fire one yeah he was awesome yeah we did food trucks for our wedding so he was that's that's how we found him (laughs) out there hanging out and uh, went down there for for a tasting with some with some beer so it was yeah nostalgia nonetheless yeah yeah yeah. Go ahead, Sheila. What do you got? Oh, God. This is so hard. For me to choose a favorite is impossible. But um, I think based on a lot of uh, sentimental stuff and also because it is fantastic, I would say Pliny, Russian River. Oh. Like, I, I could drink that all day, every day, honestly. I just love that it's beer. So I, I, at least once a week... I say to myself, you know what? I'm getting in the car and I'm driving to fucking Monk's Cafe over in Philly just to get a Pliny. Okay, so you understand where I'm coming from. (sighs) And honestly, like that was kind of one of those white whale beers for me where I had a hard time even finding it. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I was very fortunate the first time around that I have family in California that lives not far and they made the hike over there. They they sent me like a care package of beer and it was incredible. Nice. And then it was like, okay, Okay, where can I find this again? So. Yeah. <laughs> my wife, <laughs> you got every, the hook in me. Yeah. My wife, every so often, will do that for my birthday. All of a sudden, she'll be like, oh, I got you something for your birthday, and it's a bottle of Pliny. I'm like, man, is this, man does this woman know me? <laughs> man, does she know me? Yeah. She touches my heart, I'm right. telling you. <laughs> yes. And that's an extra step when you do that. Yeah, hell right yeah. Because that's not easy. Yeah. That's certainly not easy. No. Um, let's talk about the uh, the beer here because you guys, uh, third annual beer. Yes. yes. Let's uh, break this down it a little may bit. It gotten a little warm. Yeah, but well, I let's crack one quick. Yeah, yeah, so that way we don't, we don't lose out here on this. Um, the 
uh, the whole process here from from year one was to get your uh, North Fork breweries, North right. Fork here on Long Island, yes. uh, to come together. The women come together, uh, all of which representing the breweries, and and put something together. The first year um, was it fragile? The first year or was that second year? A no, lunar ascent. A lunar was, was the first, first one, right? Yes. And then uh, fragile, fragile was last. Like a bomb was last year. Was last year, right? So this year, tell us the process of getting into this, like. Uh, we're, we're sitting down. We got a brand new year of. Uh, listen to me here. Uh, we have a brand new year of something we're going to have to brew. What goes into that? We have a meeting. What are we doing? Well, I think that um, we're at the point where we keep in contact with each other now throughout the entire year. Yeah. Um, and we've become friends from the project. So, you know, me, Michelle, and Katie. Um, make up the executive board, basically, of the project. So and we, Katie's from, and Katie's from Katie's Greenport. Greenport, Greenport yes. yeah. right. So we we got to get Greenport on the show, by the way. We had this yes. discussion a few weeks ago. I reached out to them. Maybe you guys can throw a, a line to Katie. But um, we we were like, well, you know, we had this discussion. Like, Greenport, really haven't seen much from them lately. Oh, blah, yeah. blah. And we realized oh, right. the it's, algorithm. It's, it's our algorithm. Yes, I remember them. that yeah. conversation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I think you called in that day, yes, right? Yeah. Because yeah. we were right talking about brewery bracketology, yes. right? And we're like, uh, how come we haven't seen much coming out? It's because our Instagram is telling us, you don't need to Fuck see that. Right, exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. But, I mean, <laughs> then we purposely started going through and looking through and going, wow, they got a lot of stuff going on. Right. Um, so I, I, I got to get them on because that's one of the ones that uh, it was on our bucket list from the very beginning. They've been around forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And one of the OGs on Long Island, I would say, along with a lot of them. So you guys come together. Three of you come together and initially start the process. Right, exactly. I mean, we kind of always end up the previous year like, you know what would be great for next year? Yeah. And then we pick it up and start the ball rolling and, um, you know, kind of decide the direction we want to go in. Um, And, you know, it's instrumental, the fact that Michelle has, you know, such a strong vision and Katie has so much brewing experience, being the seller person at Greenport, yep. and we all come together and kind of get the ball rolling mm-hmm. and uh, see what's possible, you know? I mean, this year was definitely a little worrisome after two years of COVID. Yeah. Um, we honestly didn't think it was going to happen, which is where Sarah comes in. Right. Um, Sarah works for Long Island Safer Bars. Um, and there were just a number of people that we had reached out to um, to, pos- to possibly sponsor the project this year. Um, and Sarah had reached out to me about another project I have on the side, um, but just not ready for, for any type of partnership like that. Um, and then I was like, oh, well, why not Lady Brewsters? Um, so, yeah, uh, Long Island Safer Bars basically sponsored the the project for us this year so we were able to kind of take that financial burden off of all the participating breweries um and through the sponsorship every brewery is now able to make a profit on this beer but then also donate a portion of the proceeds to the retreat um a domestic violence organization um, that is also associated with long island safer bars but safer bars is like government funded initiative where the retreat is private funded i mean yeah they're they're Local obviously raising yes. yeah yes. not for uh so you guys have a lot of this information on the side they can uh maybe sarah you could tell us a little bit about you know long island safer bars initiative what's the uh the idea behind it what what's the the goal here yeah so we work um it's really a, a suffolk and nassau initiative um but it's me and and two part-time people so um 
we really are really focused in Suffolk right now for the most part. Um, but it is an initiative that focuses on creating and sustaining healthy nightlife, um, mainly uh, sexual violence prevention. Um, so I've, you know, kind of seen what Michelle is doing. I knew Sheila was part of Lady Brewsters. Um, and we had this extra funding to really focus on, you know, what they call health equity. So how can we further, you know, projects that are happening within the community that really focus on not only, you know, preventing sexual violence and, and you know, alcohol serving establishments in those communities, but also like who are they bringing to the table? Um, so of course, like women in brewing, that's something that we want to lift up. Um, so that's where I was like, hey, you know, we have this. What, what do you think? Um, and Michelle brought up, you know, Lady Brewsters would be a great partnership, which I was like, absolutely 100%, you know, let's do this. Um, so we're really focused in Patchog right now. Yeah. Um, but I've been talking to more and more breweries, and it's just such a different community, a different culture. So I'm really excited that, you know, we've kind of been able to have this lift off but also you know further some partnerships on the east end because it's an area that we've been wanting to you know reach out to but it's all about timing i guess you know <laughs> as, as a uh, bartender of 20 years which is i actually sort of ended my career right here in this building um not per- perfectly but whatever <laughs> um d- d- part of the, uh, as a bartender a lot of places want tips training yeah and what's in that is not necessarily this abuse prevention. Mm-hmm. I think that's something that probably should go into that, at least a chapter in the book, right? I mean, this is something that you guys are looking at. Yeah. So we our, our curriculum is um, actually, it's called Safer Bars. It was created in Arizona. It's evidence-based, so it's proven to change behavior. Yeah. Um, but it ma- mainly focuses on bystander intervention. So what are the, you know, what are situations that you see? How can you handle them? And really, it's a it's a community effort. So how can you work together, not just your establishment, but if an establishment down the street is, has, is trained, right. you know, how are we all working together to shift the culture of communities? Yeah, because if you find that here, they're just going to go down the street and do... Exactly. A- and exhibit the behavior they want to exhibit, Yeah, so right? how do we, you know, notice aggression? And it doesn't have to be outright violence, right. but, you know... Things here and there that we see, and I've bartended for for many years too, things that I've seen, you know, that if I, my coworker and I are not on the same page on what to do, just kind of falls to the wayside. Mm -hmm. Um, And especially, again, you know, thinking about bartenders in the industry, um, brewers in the industry that are women, it's, you know, a, a, a topic that hasn't really come up in the past and now that it is being talked about it is being addressed um we've had some really great conversations with folks across industry restaurants bars breweries um who want to do the work so it's 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 really cool and this was just such a great way to even further it and you guys partnered up with uh retreat before correct um previous no no you didn't what was the last year's Last year's uh, was ECLI. ECLI. Yeah. Yes, ECLI. Okay. And yeah. the year before that was Family Service League. So you guys are right. rotating that yes, going around. Yes, every year okay. it's yeah. a different right, charity good. of choice. That's cool. Right. And oh. so all the, the proceeds, for the most part, you're making you know what you can so you guys aren't going in the hole on this, obviously, and trying to get as much of that those funds over to that nonprofit. Right, exactly. Yeah. Well, again, the, the funding that LIC for Bars was able to provide for us as a sponsor it made it possible for all of us to participate. And I mean, and that was the concern last year. Yeah. I remember talking about you guys this. No, 
you know, How, and smaller got, breweries, you're yeah. in the middle of winter. January and February are hard, hard months. Yeah. Um, and now, you know, you're going to them and saying, hey, guys, can you free up X amount of money for this project that we want to work on? And even if you want to work on it, sometimes it is hard. And not just that, on the schedule, too. They all mm-hmm. have their schedules yeah. out yeah. months in yes. advance. They know what they're coming out with. Right. So it's tough to get a tank space. So we were a little nervous that not everybody would be able to commit this year. Right. And that just alleviated that concern, which was amazing for us to be able to and you have worry a about it. a ton of the breweries out there uh, participating. Eastern Front, Greenport, Jamesport, Long Island, North Fork, uh, Pecan County. Peconic County, sorry. <laughs> Tradewinds, who I've I've talked to a few times, we gotta get them on too. Uh Twin Fork and of course uh Uber Geeks. So I mean you've you've got a bunch of the breweries out there. All of them. All yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All You're of them. right. I was trying to think of one that's not there, but it, no, they're all there. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, participating in this. So how does this get done? You guys brewed at Uber Geek? Yes. yes. And tell us about that process. After coming up with a recipe. What what was the conversation with Rob over at Uber Geek to try to get this off the ground and moving forward? Rob signed on last year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Before he even um, had the space. Do it. Um, I think we had. I mean, he opened what April last year, mm-hmm. and so during March um, and April when we released the beer, he was like, "I really want to be a part of yeah. this. Please think of me for next year." So yeah. he's kind of he was already penned in. He was teed up from yeah. from a year <laughs> ago. <teed> um. <laughs> Yeah, and then it was just a conversation between him, his tasting room manager, Jeannie, myself, Katie, and Sheila, um, just going back and forth of just even the cost of things, ingredients. Yeah. Um, now, did you have to come up with that before you approached Sarah with the, the total? Because they sponsored this, right? So they pretty much... Yeah, we we slowly <laughs> coming to, <laughs> like, okay, what is this going to cost? Like, trying to add up all the ingredients um, and figure it out. Uh, so we slowly got to that to that cost <laughs> yeah yeah and that wasn't like a big eye opener was it for me yeah for the, i mean oh, for... you know kind of you knew what you were getting the, into is what well, i'm saying being, yeah being in the, <laughs> in the industry well we only had like a certain allowed you know amount of amount money that we could use right so it kind of was like what can we cover what can't we cover because it is state money so they have you know restrictions on some things so we were just kind of going back and forth and like where can we fit this all in right. but then on my end i kind of had an idea because i've worked you know not in craft brewing, but still in the industry for long enough to know, like, here's how it might look, yeah. um, which was great because my supervisor and my agency, they've never worked with partners like this. So um, they were a little like, how is this going to go? What is it going to look like? Um, so I kept cool and we kind of worked out what we needed to <laughs> before Sh- I went to them. Like, <laughs> like, no, no, Don't fine. worry, it's all going to be okay. And yeah. also the timeline of things like they're yeah. used to, it's an agency. They work with community-based partners. I'm like, it's going to look way different, but I promise it'll, we'll get it done. It'll all work out. Um, <laughs> and you had to and present that, right? Like that's something you had to like show, like this is the timeline, this is yeah, everything. Yeah. yeah, so I had to come up with an MOU, a timeline, an agreement, whatever you want to call it, yeah. send it to the state send it to Michelle, send it to my ED, kind of make sure everybody's on the same page. So, yeah. It, it, no pushback from anybody at that point, No, right? I mean, everybody was so, so excited. Like, okay. breweries, the, my, I was saying today, my contract manager at state level was like, this is, sounds so amazing. They were all so excited because, you know, this is statewide work. There are many yeah. other counties that are doing nightlife um, work. It's focused on sexual violence prevention. Yeah. So, 
New York, I, I mean, all over, but Long Island really has been leading the state for a while now, which is just really amazing and speaks to, you know, the community within, you know, this industry. So, um, yeah, so it's, it's very exciting. So let's talk about the brewing process. Uh, I know we don't have Katie here to really go through it, but I know you guys came up with it with Rob and, and kind of that collaboration concept. Bring us to that day. Would you guys, uh, obviously you went with an IPA. Yes. Which is our, our standard base. Right. But then you really kind of adjunct this up. Tell me about what goes into this, the uh, the concept of what you're looking for. I mean, we were, Katie is someone who loves herbs and spices and um, really loves the idea of just combining different flavors, um, almost like cocktails. Um, so we were just throwing out so many herbs and different things and pairings for that um which sheila was like and, i don't know and which, which, <laughs> which one's got shot heard. down <laughs> now i want it yeah, yeah. Now. Um, I, you know we there was a lot of talk about like currants and fig which could be good and, in a sour which yeah, could, which yeah. Could. um i don't think there was anything that really got thrown out Brussels was it like rosemary <laughs> Ro- was rosemary thrown rosemary. in there i don't want to be rosemary may actually be good in like a a saison or something yeah but yeah, in can, cocktails i've had it was yeah. fantastic yep. so yeah. if you can do that you can translate it yeah. but you, just have to have you should recipe. definitely get katie on the show yeah. with yeah. import because she has some wild ideas and um yeah it just just all of her her suggestions we went back and forth um and then just thinking about the cost of certain fruit puree as well right. um there were like I was like dragon fruit and Rob's like oh no. Oh my god. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, All right, we're going to produce two cases. <laughs> right, and, uh... Exactly. And then on top of that blackberry, we're like we really want to do blackberry. Well, apparently there was an issue with the crop the crops this being year. decimated this oh, year. So, no. it's well, hard to get and it's more expensive than usual and we were like of course it is, but we're going to run with it anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so then um yeah, we went with blackberry and lime. Uh, going into the beer, um, Greenport's yeast strain went into the beer. Not exactly sure which yeast it was. Um, Pilsner and two row malt went in, and then um, Centennial, Cascade, Simcoe, and Idaho Seven. Okay, which Idaho Seven is my favorite hop. Ah. <laughs> I love I know, Idaho I didn't Seven. Get the answer that either. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, guys. John and. Uh, um, Who's over there? Billy? Is that you? There you go. Sorry. Uh, I Billy's over there. Oh, I'm Billy Justin. went over there. Yeah. All right. So, uh, <laughs> Justin. No, no, sorry. I I, I didn't have the, the thing up right away. It's all good. Um, so, you guys. I answered uh, the hey, asshole. No one. No. <laughs> <laughs> you guys. Uh, no one said Idaho That's 7. That's my name, too. How, how was our feeling on Idaho 7 over there? Um, I actually haven't had the privilege of using Idaho 7 yet. I've heard really great things. I've had some really good beers that have had it here locally in Maryland. But um, I haven't had the privilege yet, so I really can't give an informed opinion. <laughs> well, truthful indeed. But Idaho 7, I do like. It's one of those yeah. ones. That, that and El Dorado. I know they had a beer mm, before great. that had El Dorado in there. That was one of the ones like Sculpin. Sculpin's oh El Dorado was like, uh, they had it at uh, F.H. Riley's or something up in Huntington. I remember coming out of a it's, show. It's really hard to get your hands on some Idaho 7 down here, believe um, what about Idaho's one through six? <laughs> they were terrible. Or, uh, <laughs> you just can't find somebody that has it. Yeah. <laughs> and you guys do that. I mean, because I know a lot of the breweries around here, and you guys probably also have to do this at one point, uh, find out you know who's supplying, who has extra stuff. Did you guys ever have to go 
to um, another brewery for stuff, uh, for for ingredients or things that you may not have? Um, so as, as cool as a lot of the breweries are around here, there's typically not a lot of uh, crossover in terms of us borrowing materials from one another. Um, every now and again, it'll be just be like a bag of sugar. Really, nothing, nothing all that serious. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Gotta get the bread milk. source our hops from a place that's only about 45 minutes away from here. Um, so they have a limited variety. It's it's a good variety for what for the beer that we do. But for those experimental hops or for those new hops hitting the market, we generally have to come up with a recipe in order to use them. So we we just haven't had a chance yet. I would love to though. I would absolutely love to use Idaho Seven. Well, uh, maybe you can uh, contact one of the breweries up here because apparently they get it pretty easily. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, I'm I'm ready. Like I'll I'll do it. We'll ship it on down. Um. So you guys, uh, like I said, this is the third year of doing this. Uh, uh, cause well, yes. uh, is that what we're gonna call it? We call it a, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, a beer a with a cause. Yeah, yeah. Um, give me a smile. What was the the yeah. idea? Obviously, that. <laughs> little little tongue in cheek. Yeah, mm-hmm. sorry, tongue in cheek. Uh, you know what? As as women, you hear it all the time. Especially me, I have chronic resting bitch Same. face. <laughs> so you know, yeah. people are always like, "Why don't you smile? Why you're can't so you smile?" You're so pretty when you smile. smile. You have it because right. you're an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that right. seems like. But a... you can't say that yeah. in the service industry most of oh, the time. Yeah, yeah, you know, so. behind the so. bar, if, if anyone said any, like you didn't even ask her for a smile, you just said, "So how you doing?" You're like, "Fuck you, asshole." <laughs> would you feel at home? Would you I mean, I would. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It'd be like being in the house again. Yeah. <laughs> So it was really kind of that idea and just kind of taking it back for ourselves. You know, it's definitely tongue in cheek. We all know where it comes from. Um, And it's funny because the only people that don't are random (laughs) dudes that are like, I don't get it. Of course you don't get it. Like no one's been telling you your whole life to smile, (laughs) you know. I don't think I've ever told anyone to smile, especially in pictures. It sounds creepy. I'm (laughs) I'm a big fan. You ready for this? Of like those old school 1800s photos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, Where, yeah you <laughs> don't smile. Very, very stoic. Yeah, <laughs> like it. I, that's I've always loved. Joe over beer. I've always <laughs> loved that that like demeanor of yeah. this is how I normally look. I'm not smiling all the time. I'm right. not. This is just unnatural, and I just like to. And that's the point. Like yeah. we're not on show for other people. Right. You know, we're it's, just here as human beings relating to other human beings, and that's it. Yeah. Tell him, tell him, say something knew, funny like, and I'll smile. Right. Be funny. Which nobody can do. That, no. So. <laughs> when I figured out my my younger daughter was was like my clone because my old daughter's hundred percent my wife. She has that resting bitch face, like <laughs> hardcore. Right. And I'm like, well, this is this one's mine. You yes. know, you know the girl from The Ring. Of course. Yeah, that's, that's, that's my daughter. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I totally get it. Jet black hair, straight. Oh my god. Just. It looks good peering through your peering through your soul. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, I sort of trained and taught my girls to be like that. Like, you don't need to smile at people. Yeah. Do you what don't you owe anyone do. anything? Yeah, if you feel like it, fantastic. But you know, and you guys have the can art donated by Megan Rose Dowling yes. uh, from the Wild Rose Shop and yes, Studios. She was tuning in She's before. Amazing. Oh, that's yeah. the Wild Rose. Yes. That's right. Nice. Yeah. Hey, yes. hey, uh, <laughs> Megan. I won't call you Rose. Um, but I mean, it, it great can art. Beautiful. I got the logo on there and everything. Um, how'd you guys, what's the reception here on Long Island? 
so far, I think it's been fantastic. North Fork is already totally yeah, we, out, right? We kicked um, the well, we we sold out of the cans. I want to say the next day after we released it, wow. and then we just yeah. kicked the keg um, on Saturday. Nice. So a week later, yeah. yeah. And then we kicked our keg. We still have maybe a case or two of cans, um, and I'm sure that some of the other breweries still have theirs too. But um, you know, generally, I think it's gone in yeah. like the first three weeks, four mm-hmm. weeks. It's if only gone. every beer could sell that well. I know, right? <laughs> like, seriously. And, you know, we did, we always do a little bit of distribution. So I just. Oh, okay. That was, that was going to be my next question. Can you only, is, where else can you get it if, if anywhere? So as of right now, as far as I'm aware, I personally dropped off a case to Hopscotch. They yep. take the beer every, every year. Yep. They're amazing. Um, and then also, um, over by Dave at Bellport. He always... Dave's cold cold beer and soda. (laughs) He always supports, yes. Um, So I know that those two places physically already have the beer. And then I believe um, Rob at um, West Babylon Superstore is taking it. Yeah, he took some. As well. Um, and yeah, then Rob th- was with us on one of the brew days. Yes. God damn it, he's always there. Yeah. I mean, I mean yeah. he, I, he did work one night, right? He was behind the sticks yeah. at one point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, so he's just kind of sleazy. You're, you're here enough, dude. Just get behind the bar and start slinging some beers. That's what you have I know, to do. Rob Earn Square, there's Earn like a bromance going on there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's yes. heavy bromance oh, going yeah. on. <laughs> He, uh, he, like I said, he invited uh, us over to uh, the opening of the Lindenhurst Superstore. Uh, that would be next Saturday, uh, April 23rd Third. or something like that. Yeah, oh, it's pretty good. Um, there's going to be a bunch of the local breweries doing tastings out of there, so it'd be fun to see. Um, I was going to say something, but I forgot. Oh, a bunch of people on Instagram, really quick, shout them out. Uh, Kraus in the house. We got Elliot Bay Brewing Company's checking in. Uh, my wife, uh, Lucy Watkins, <laughs> uh, Dom Vino, uh, Anthony from Farmingdale's checking oh, in. Oh, Anthony from ha- Farmingdale. Anthony from Farmingdale. How are you? <laughs> happy, How that guy is? Yeah, Happy Hogan, Bex Robinson, Jeff Saden. Oh, uh, Satin uh, Distilling, Apple Brandy uh, that we had on. It was so good. Yeah. Um, you got a uh, whole bunch. Whole wow. People chat. I can't keep up. Uh, Bright Future Designs, uh, Kim Halter, Bubbaloo, Bubbalibo. I don't know. I can't read so far. <laughs> oh, that's 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 my girl D. Oh, D. All right, D in the house. D. What's up, D? Uh, so uh, let's let's talk a little bit about what you're. Or- I know you're already planning for next year. I know you're already planning for next year. <laughs> Look at it. She doesn't want to give it up. She's like, no. What are the wheels you know, spinning? It's like on lockdown. We will talk after the show. <laughs> no, but what is what is? Are we going to do an IPA again? Uh, it's Five be, bucks says Anthony from Farmingdale. It's got to be Anthony <laughs> from Farmingdale. Uh, it's the word with Mike Pete and Steve Gubbsradio.com. Who's on the phone? Hi, it's Anthony from Farmingdale. <laughs> Anthony from Farmingdale. How are you, sir? What's going on? I'm, I'm doing great. I, I just I have to say, after listening to this show for the last three years, yeah. it took you Five years. fucking three years to finally get three beautiful hotties in there. Yes, we 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 do have uh, women, but we've had women before, so it's not oh, the first God. time. Always just reading it's the temperature of the room. On the show. I was talking about, I it's was our talking third about time on the show. Yeah, yeah. really. <laughs> and we've had them on the Zoom. We, they were on the Zoom with us in the yeah, lockdown. Yeah, last year, yep. I was talking about you, Pete and Steve. Ah. <laughs> oh. I knew it was coming. I, I knew it was coming. Touché. Well done, sir. Touche, sir. <laughs> Quick shout out to Pete from the work with Mike and Pete and Steve as being the only person to show up to my little party in Farmingdale. Not you, Michael. Not you, Steve Pemisky. <laughs> Uh, well, Steve, Steve was uh, dead with COVID. I had, so yeah, I had died excuse. from COVID, so I really couldn't go. Yeah, apparently I... Uh, you I didn't ordered... show up to my funeral. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got the uh, brewers. We got uh, John and Billy and Justin 
down in Seven Locks in uh, Maryland, Rockville, Maryland. Do you have any questions for them, sir? Yes. Are you guys rooting for the Baltimore Warriors this year? Are they there? Sorry, I had a little trouble hearing. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is hard to see him. He said he was asking. As a rooting, are you Orioles fans? Ah, uh, no, I am an Atlanta Braves fan. Atlanta Braves fan. Our okay. tap room manager is a diehard Orioles fan. Okay. He wears the shirt all the time. Yeah, how far is brewery? We have at least some Camden Yards. Yeah, how far is the brewery from Camden? From Camden, it's about forty-five minutes. Forty-five yeah, minutes. All right, there you go. Workable. Oh, yeah. we're gonna go visit. We're going down there in a couple of months, so we'll go visit. There you Make go. Sure you, like, on, show me that back. game. Yeah. In the studio with you, Michael. Yeah. In the studio tonight is to work with Mike, Pete, and Steve. As you know, we have Michelle. We have uh, Sheila and we have uh, Sarah from the Lady Brewsters. Those uh, are the pers- people we were just talking to uh, a minute ago. You've been tuning in all night. Uh, I would assume that you should know this by now, but that's okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. I've been on all night since first came on at 8 o'clock. I remember everything. Yeah, in the last three years. Yes. <laughs> uh, listen, I couldn't make this show, uh, sir, because uh, we had something going on and I didn't have uh, child care at the moment. So children first at this point. Well, listen, you guys are doing a great job. It's great to see the ladies in there. And keep up the good work. The work with Mike and Pete and Steve. We're hashtag Pete's the talent. Yeah, see thank you, you very much, sir. Right. He's just so defeated. He's like, <laughs> yeah, 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 right. <laughs> I didn't perform Andy as well. From Andy from Bormandale. Thanks, buddy, for calling in. Um, I, I want to uh, kind of... Uh, nah. I, I want to squeeze what, what you guys are doing. I, I want to know. I, I got to know something. Give me something. About what what could be the idea for next is year? Is it a beer? Well, well year. <laughs> do you, do you are you going to work with beer. Sarah again for for next year? Do you already know that? Does she know that? <laughs> we don't know that. I, we haven't gotten to that point of of the planning yet. Mm. Um, it's kind of I would love to. I mean, because it was really uh, a match made in heaven, as mm. far as I'm concerned. Honestly, the way that the entire project kind of played out this year was so smooth, so nice. Everything seemed to just fall into place yeah not that there wasn't a lot of hard work because there was but um everything just seemed to tie together so nicely mm. i think also once once we got the the confirmation of the sponsorship that's when we were like okay we can we gotta, we, gotta, yeah. we gotta move right now really we gotta, quickly or, yeah. or did you go oh shit now we actually got to do something well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah because then yeah. again it comes down to that timeline okay yeah. now we have to get it on the schedule do we have enough time in between this mm-hmm. and that and when is the canning day when is the release party when are we releasing there's so the, many logistics yeah. Yeah. to work through yes um do you ever want to open your own uh uh I guess. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's been definitely a joke between me, Sheila, and Katie that we're going to open up our own brewery someday. I mean, I would first... start Nomadic. I would start Nomadic because you guys have your networking connections everywhere we do. it is. We know a lot of people. Yeah. And, and yeah, make we're this like a few. Just a few. Just, just a kind of kind of couple hooks <laughs> here and there. Yeah. I mean, I don't think we would just like jump in feet first. I don't but... know. I, I think my retirement will be a yeah. brewery. Yes. And not for nothing, but the first women-owned and run and everything brewery on Long yeah, Island yeah. would be amazing. How many are there in the in the uh, country? Do you know of? Oh, in the country. I mean, there's Lady Justice Brewing in Colorado that mm-hmm. is fully, I believe, female staffed and female run. Um, you have there's Talia, Talia. Yeah. Talia. Yeah. Oh, Talia. I know that's that's female owned. I you know. Own 
owned, operated, I think the whole thing. Are they thing. brewing everything? Yeah. I don't believe I, their whole brewery staff is, though. Right. I thought they were. Only because I don't see, I, I'm going to go by sure Instagram. I don't see them. I see them marketing. They're, they're yeah. the, the faces of it. True. But I don't see them pouring grain in like you guys were. You guys were I up mean, on the brew decks. I mean, Arrow, I think in Arizona, is um, an indigenous owned and female oh, owned. Get yeah. out of here. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, huh. I think they were in the new brewer like a few issues ago, too, on like the front page. Oh, you still get publications, Steve? Yeah. Yeah? No, you're, I'm <laughs> serious. It's amazing. Great. Yeah, they just... How many just keep sending you stuff? They just keep sending They have me. no idea you're <laughs> shut down. <laughs> they have no fuck. the next It's one. like, hey, it's been three years and you're still sending me magazines. I love <laughs> it. <laughs> it keeps, keeps my finger on the pulse. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I, sometimes I get uh, like audio production magazines. I'm like, they have no idea I'm not doing anything in the field right now. <laughs> right now. I mean, not that... So, that's got to be something that's well, what I usually a little do perk of having the brewery at one in, point. In, in, in uh, one of the magazines that comes in, it has the closings and openings, and I always look to see if Barrage opened. Uh, but <laughs> it's not, it never opened. It never reopened. It never fucking reopened. Did they ever announce it? To yeah. Yes, they did? Oh, yeah, it was right in there. Mm. Now, how did they go off of that? Like, I, So let's talk Government. about Lady Bruce. Yeah, Lady Bruce, did you have to register... That as a label, like what? What's so it goes through the host brewery. Right. Okay, wow. so, it's so we're year. we're a volunteer community organization, really. Um, that we're, we're not registered, but anyone so it runs who, out like a collaboration, yes, right? Exactly. And he lets you just kind of head the the idea. Mm-hmm. Right. Like so. what I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of like a collab with the other stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And it's nice because you know, ev- well, I'm not going to say everyone, but. There's always been interest from one of the breweries to take it over for the next year. I'll mm-hmm. put it this way: yeah. Does, has anyone uh, raised their hand for next year? Uh, <laughs> no, I don't think so. Yet. I don't. Okay. No. Yeah, I don't. No. I don't think I'm so. Sa- you said again, Rob was in last year, right yes, at this time. So but, I mean, it's Rob, and you yeah. know, like he has that. He was just starting out to do it opening. Too. So he's like, I'll do it yes, all. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I don't think that anybody's raised their hand for next year. And also, you know, you have to keep in mind that you have to be able to brew a certain size batch yep. and right. can it and everything else. Well, what was the batch You can't size? go brew this at like Great South Bay or something because well, or could you? I mean, like, size sure wise. Well, well size it's a wise. North Fork you are, oh, right. Good brewing point. collective. <laughs> so I'm going to say no, we're not going to be brewing it there. Maybe Steve will throw in something for Jamie and you can do it at Pecanic. 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 You can't say that today, can you? I don't know what it is about it. It's like a mental block. Pecanic. No, I didn't say it like that. I said Pecanic. Like I'm from the the Boston area. Boston. Yeah. <laughs> um, would you guys, doesn't matter where you brew it, right? At this point, I mean, I think it depends on who has the capability of the batch size that we want. Right. Yeah. So, what, what um, was the batch what, size? How big? 15 yeah. barrels. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, Maybe down seven locks. And they honestly, got a 15, like, 15 <laughs> bright. I wouldn't mind scaling up a little bit, even. Yeah. You know, because I mean, it goes. You saw, like I was going to say, you sold out of a pretty quick Green for it if you're listening. Yeah. It, it I mean, that would be ass. a big one because <laughs> yeah. they got a huge facility at yeah. this point, right? I mean, that, but Kitty's just got to work her magic. She can do it. I mean, also, we've talked about potentially expanding to the entire East End as well. Yeah. Um, you know, considering both North Fork and South Fork. Well, now you got uh, West Hampton out there mm-hmm. and you got, um, uh, what's the other one? Mariches. Yeah. You got uh, Long Island Farm. Long Island Farm, yeah. Uh, Montauk. Um, what's the new one coming into Sag Harbor? Uh, Kids Squid. Oh, Kids Squid uh, in yeah. Sag Harbor. I mean, they're not open. I yet, haven't but. heard of this one yet. Woo! Some oh. industry insider information here. <laughs> yes. Who is this? Um. Well, so I believe the owner, the current owner's name is Rory. 
Okay. Um, oh, we got Springs too. I forgot about Springs. Oh, Springs, Springs too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But they they're contracting as well. So. Well, yeah. So Kid Squid is contracting with someone that we might know. Okay. Long Island. Long Island. I'm going with Long Island. <laughs> Um, but I believe that they're looking to open very soon, so um, that's promising. They're going to have a brick and mortar in yes. Sag Harbor. Yes. Huh. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Right. Keith Hernandez will have somewhere to drink now. <laughs> well, hey. <laughs> that's where he's you, from. You just leave him alone. I, well, the mustache has got to have some froth love, on love it. Love that man. Full love on that there. man. He is. Number 17. <laughs> Keith Hernandez. He's getting his number retired. Yes, he is. Anyone have an update on the score tonight? They got canceled. Rained out? Oh, rained out. Balls. So the Yankee game, too. They did it early. Yeah. Well, I guarantee when we leave here, we're going to run into what amounts to a tsunami. <laughs> I know. I, I heard. Hear that. Be yeah. a rough, rough drive home. Speaking okay. of Kid Squid, I don't know what this beer is, but this Beaver Moon, like, <laughs> la- like I don't care what that they beer is. I really want it. Really interesting, like, cool. Is there any, like hornets in the background? What is that? I don't know. No, it's a like a repeating pattern. So squid, actually, yeah. one of our brewers was a part of um, the guy from Shelter Island. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I, you know what? I thought I saw something like that. Yes. Okay, I'm connecting dots. Oh, didn't they he did a moon? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm right. connecting dots. Yeah, that's right. right. Beaver but, you know, things It's not the change. same guy, though. He's, I mean, he's this, kind like, of... semi-rabid, very angry be- beaver <laughs> coming out of the Semi-rabid. Yes. <laughs> like, that's... Again, I don't care what it is. I want to drink that. <laughs> right, right. Uh, John, Justin, and Billy, you guys have rabid beavers down there? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, what? <gasps> no, no. no. <laughs> That's yeah, I, and you know what? He doesn't want to touch that. No. Yeah. The, I don't blame him. Well, the, I mean, we've had some crazy turkey uh, issues out here on Long Island lately. The turkey population is absolutely exploding up on the North Shore. In time for Thanksgiving? Yeah, no. <laughs> in time for, like, Easter. <laughs> you don't want a rabbit. You don't want a uh, roast. You can have a turkey. It's just a, a phenomenal what you see can out there. Eat those ones, where, where Billy and I come from, we really like our guns, so there's really not a turkey problem. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, that tracks. that tracks. The further out east you go yeah, here on the island, the I more that is. Yeah, that's that's a thing out east, in too. Harlem, <laughs> when I was living in Harlem, there were turkeys running around in the back alley oh for a couple oh my months. God. Get out of here. That happened. But there were absolutely <laughs> they, have, they have legit wildlife in the, the, in the city. They like, had uh, yeah, foxes, coyotes. Coyotes now. Coyotes. Yeah, you'll be in there's the middle stuff of the going Brooklyn on. and there's Raccoons. a coyote. You're like, wow. Simply two years of COVID lockdowns, man. Yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> wildlife immediately starts taking back more over. Often. Yes, yeah. right. Exactly. There's sharks on the shore. There's dolphins and whales and now all of a sudden coyotes and foxes and Turkeys running wild. Crazy. I, mean, I think the sharks and the whales have always been there. But. Yeah. We just don't see them as much. Um, really? I, you I, had to go there, huh? Gentlemen, I, I want to give you an opportunity uh, to kind of give... Uh, I know we talked a little bit about what the future holds, but give me a little uh, breakdown of um, exactly what's on the schedule for the upcoming weeks and uh, follow it up by talking a little bit about the contacts and ways people can get in touch with you. And, uh, you know, tell us a little bit about the brewery and the hours and everything else. Us? Yeah. Oh, all right. <laughs> I mean, I did use the word gentleman, <laughs> and I could see how you can get confused. Yeah, that's um, I can tell you as far as tap room goes, tap room is open Tuesday through Sunday. Monday is the only day that we shut down, which is largely a huge cleaning and housekeeping day for the uh, production staff. Back yeah, it's here, also a, like a, a brewer's night, right? Monday's like the brewer's night where you get to go out yeah, and you yeah. get to do stuff. I know it's yeah. not a little I more. I mean, more. honestly, nobody would ever walk in here on a Monday anyway. It's <laughs> just not a day that people go out. Um, so, yeah. So, Tuesday through Sunday, uh, 
We have trivia every Thursday night. We have live music every Saturday night. John hosts a open mic night the first Wednesday of every month. And it's usually extremely exciting and bizarre and a lot of fun. <laughs> bizarre. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, no, it's, it's, it's a good bizarre. Good yeah. bizarre. Like, it's just like it, all over the map. It's fantastic. Depends on which slam poet shows up. Yes, yeah. there are three awesome. <laughs> slam poetry. Uh, we are actually starting this summer on Sundays or Saturdays. We have to look at our schedule, but we're also doing a brew with seven locks day. Oh. Where you can come in and homebrew with John and Billy and myself. That's pretty That's cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a lot of fun. We come in. I imagine those uh, slots the, will the fill up pretty fast. People come in and drink some beer and bring their own recipes. Maybe we can help them. Maybe they, you know, figure out something on their own. And it's just a fun, fun afternoon for everybody to come drink and hang out. Until you have to yell at somebody for putting like uh, currants in the beer. <laughs> Don't you put those currants in there. Yeah. People are going to do what they're going to do. <laughs> <laughs> it's their beer. It's not a... Do you guys end up putting um, yeah, that on yeah, tap? Can, like, do you guys. All over like Instagram and everything else. You can you... find us on all the regular spots. Seven Locks Brewing, the number seven, not the word. So. Do you guys uh do you guys let them distribute that themselves? They take that away for themselves? Or do you guys have it in the tap room? What, like, what's the end result of the Brew with the Brewers Day? Oh, that's uh, he wants to know what the end result of the Brewers Day is going to be. Uh, oh, have, oh. We, have we thought through that far? <laughs> <laughs> um, like so that. eventually, the, the the big idea is we want to see if we can get people out here during the weekend, and maybe if we could turn it into a small homebrew competition, where. Um, uh, we're kind of batting around two ideas. The first one being you bring your recipe, we bring our recipe and see who can make it better. Oh, so like beat Do like a beat yeah, Bobby Flay kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty fucking cool. Kind of thing. Or right. um, what we'd also like to do is if it is good enough, um, we will reward that person with some type of, uh, you know, payout and we'll, and we'll make that recipe once. Ah, cool. That's cool. That's very cool. That's like a LIBME. Yeah. My goal for the whole thing, we've had some preliminary conversations is to partner with a local community college to try and get more women and, uh, people from the by POC, uh, community to come out and get interested in brewing as well, so they can sort of change the face of brewing from this that's to amazing. that's amazing. Yeah. That's it too. Yeah, we started with some influencers that we've met here and there to like try and start making sure that those voices are incorporated into that sort of thing as well. I love Very that. Good. Cool. Hell yeah. Uh, and you guys, obviously, on uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that good stuff. Seven Locks Brewing. Yep. 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 That's Indeed. Us. Yeah. You can find us on all those places. Uh, before, before we wrap up, and I do want to. Yeah, there you go. I want to just say goodbye to Instagram because I got to play music for the end of the show. Uh, check us out on YouTube, Facebook, and uh, on our YouTube page. Later in the time, we'll have our uh, uh, podcast version up uh, probably tomorrow, and all of your favorite podcast uh, platforms, and then on YouTube live video coming soon this week. Goodbye, Instagram. Um, and so, what I want to ask you guys as we start to wrap up here. Um, Ladies, when, when you guys have, uh, you know, uh, for your own, I guess, breweries that you guys represent, Sarah, with your, um, your, uh, what do I call it? But, but no, it's more organization. Oh. I was going to say a, a fundraiser, but it's not. It's more of an organization. Um, you guys, uh, obviously, as they said, you know, kind of representing more of the women in the industry. Do you guys take a prominent role in trying to just make sure your voices are heard? I mean, is it something where you... You're, you're forcefully putting it out there. Do you need to forcefully put it out there at this point? 
I think that in certain circumstances you do. A lot of times you have to fight to be included at any table as as a woman, and that's across a million different industries. You know, I I previously was an IT admin, and I was you did IT work. I did. That's bananas. Uh, that's why I have resting bitch face. I don't peg you as IT like oh, yeah. networking oh, and uh, get out of here. That's awesome. Corporate training on all sorts. Well, maybe you can help me out everything. with some of this bullshit that they fucking. <laughs> <laughs> they they wired up here because it's really terrible over here. I didn't do it. Verizon did it. Maybe I'm Taylor. But I mean, my point is that you get used to being the only female in the room, mm-hmm. and a lot of industries are still run by older men. They have one idea, they want to run with it, and they don't want to deviate from it. So you know, we are as women always trying to find our way into that yeah. without being aggressive unless we have to be sometimes you have to be. <laughs> gotta put a foot in an ass sometimes yeah sometimes you do exactly um and it's taken differently from women than it is from men we take all, take a moment that. talk about uh long ireland what's going on um well we just celebrated our 13th anniversary 13 years Woo! yes yeah um so that's fantastic 13 years 13 beers uh, God, I hope not. That was a lot. That was, it was a big a undertaking. Most importantly, when is King Kelton coming yeah. back? <laughs> I don't know. Please you know, us. when we get a beer maker, then we... Uh, I knew it was coming. Oh, oh here it is. <laughs> I was just about to say. I was just about God to say. Goddamn body you system. We're waiting for it in I the know. mail. Right, exactly. Well, beer so maker, know if you're listening. Works. As soon as we get our little adapters, then maybe we right. can... We'll get you into a rotation. You want to order a kit using promo code word. <laughs> <laughs> get order a kit. We'll run it out there. I'll let you brew a beer. Um, other than that, you know, we have a really fantastic brewer right now. I'm very excited that he's there because he pushes us from what we have done successfully, and he pushes us into things that we may have never worked on before. Yeah. Um, I'm at case in point, the Blue Point Cast Fest, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you guys came up with something a little different. Yes. And something that was a hit. You guys did very well. Yeah, honestly, I can't even remember exactly what we brought there. <laughs> so many festivals. I know we had like Grandma's Purse Candy or something. It was like a caramel oh God, something or other. Worth is original. Yeah, yes, exactly. Um, but we have like some new sours that we're looking to work on coming down the line. Nice. Um, King and, Celtic. Yeah. Um, and uh, you never know, uh, King Celtic. Billy be um, interested. We'll send one out to Billy. Okay. Yes. But yeah, you know, it's nice weather. Yeah. We're looking forward to throwing the beer garden open. Yep. Take the tent down. Partying. Yeah. Mm. Yes, exactly. COVID is relatively over at this point. I think we're finally starting to flow back into it. A little rumblings in the background, but now people can start to feel a little more comfortable. Well, people out. are yeah. still dying from it. Right. Yes. Yeah, I like I did a couple Steve, weeks ago. Yeah. The ghost yeah. of Steve Huminski is here tonight, folks. <laughs> right. <laughs> Michelle, uh, so you are, you have, you've kind of been all over. We'll say yeah, that. Yeah. North Fork's still doing their thing. So I still do, am part-time at North Fork. I stepped down as manager um, February, March. Um, and then I just finished my production internship with Sloop Brewing yes. on Thursday. Which is, how so, is that facility? Uh, um, it's insane and huge. Um, and I learned so much in three months. In I a mean, large, br- like, 30 capac- barrel system. Yeah. 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 Um, humongous. Yeah. I mean, I, it's funny because I said to the one of the brewers, the head brewer on Thursday, I'm like, at North Fork, it was like, oh, my God, a triple brew day takes forever. I'm like, literally, we just did three batches in one shift. Like, it's just, uh, you know, there's always something in all of the all of the tanks. Yeah. Um, well, they have to. They're yeah. distributing up and down the East Coast at this point, right? 
Um, yeah, I mean, I think we're all across the country at this point, oh. but I know almost in every state uh, on the East Coast. Um, but yeah, finish that up on, on Thursday. And that was probably Thursday was the scariest one because they're like, you're going to run the brew day. It's <laughs> like, what? Damn it. They're like, we're going to be right here. But <laughs> was that your final exam? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, obviously, I still need it. They're like, wrong valve, wrong valve. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, OK, as long as I don't fuck up the beer. <laughs> you got a little tri clamp in your back pocket. You're like, right. <laughs> You need this. No, no, it was definitely an awesome experience. They have a diversity and inclusion committee making sure that people from marginalized groups, you know, women, people of color, the LGBTQ community are are getting into the industry and not feeling like they're limited. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and they're I mean, everyone, everyone from Sloop was just phenomenal to work with. Um, had a few weeks in the packaging department, in the cellar, in the brew house and their lab. So wow. like learn, they, learn so I mean just yeah. observing and watching is just a, uh, everything it, it was just crazy I mean I have so much information that I don't even know where it went <laughs> <laughs> your, your RAM is full <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> uh, Ian is a scientist in of itself we've always oh, said yeah. that I mean for what you had there probably bringing a little more information in than normal uh, would people would come in and, and say oh yeah kind of, you kind of probably understood a little I mean, more of what's going on I I did not have a full understanding of what went into testing the beer um, just in, you know, DO levels and cans, um, you know, the yeast viability, cell counts, um, you know, just even testing as as the as the beers fermenting all the readings that you do I, I just had no understanding of it until i worked at sloop yeah what was it, what's the end goal here what are you were you looking to kind um, of move up in the industry or so it's kind of up in the open at the moment i did interview at a brewery in charlotte north carolina which that one? will not <laughs> which one you know we want all the answers um i mean it's i it's not finalized is it a, is it a prominent it's, brewery in like north carolina? yes okay uh Ooh. resident culture in charlotte ah, there you go. Resident um, culture, yeah. they're phenomenal um they're they're just amazing people over there i, I visited there last year but um we'll see it's up in the you know up in the air they're finishing out their second production facility at the end of the year so that's that's up in the air that's but cool. I'm trying to put feelers out there and ultimately work for a brewery that offers for 1k and benefits <laughs> oh, <laughs> the long term yeah welcome to adult yeah. <laughs> right, right. yeah Sarah somewhat something for the organization what what's the uh, the ongoing processes what are you guys working on right now yeah, so the retreat um, serves all of, you know, Suffolk County. They kind of do more direct service work. They have their shelter. Well, we have our shelter um, on Long Island that serves families of domestic violence who are survivors. Um, my work is a little different. I'm, you know, I'm with the retreat, but I am Long Island Safer Bars. I run that. Um, so right now, you know, we're continuing in Patchog. They're doing really great work over there. Um, we just trained Blue Point Brewery. They were phenomenal. Nice. Um, yeah, it's, they've been really supportive. We did like an International Women's Day event that, that Sheila came by to, which was really cool. Um, and really it's, you know, just furthering these community partnerships. I'm, you know, running Long Island Safer Bars, but really it's the communities that are driving the work. Um, so folks like Michelle and Sheila who see this and say, hey, this this looks great. Let's partner together. I come with, you know, some things that, that we want to do as an initiative to, you know, kind of really organize healthier, safer communities in nightlife, brewing industries, you know, wherever. But it's really 
my community members that I'm working with, the partnerships that take it to the next level. So really just continuing that work, guiding that. The East End, I'm like super excited um, to get out there. It's yeah. it's just, it's really awesome. And then looking at Nassau too, that's like our nest, our next uh, area, Farmingdale. Uh, we were kind of rolling out some stuff and then COVID just really screwed up everything. So <laughs> it's really getting those relationships back on track. Yeah, um, and just tying the communities together. Yeah. That's really I, it. Just I, getting stronger communities goal, going. I would love to see like more of a Long Island wide collaborative for right. this work um you know conversations and training like sloop brewing's doing with diversity equity inclusion yeah. um bringing more women to the table bipoc lgbtq like that's the work that we've been pushing along trying to get extra funding with like we were able to do with lady brewsters if we can continue that and and get more folks you know having these conversations women and men i mean yeah. men as allies is like one of the biggest protective factors um, for all this stuff mm-hmm. so if we can bring all those people to the table and just kind of continue these conversations and I the goal is to good. just get good beer out there right i mean in the end that's that's what we want and anyone good can beer, do it good, good people, people. yeah good people. <laughs> maybe we should call it uh don't be a dick how about yeah. that yeah. <laughs> just don't be a dick does That's that easy. exist? Or yeah, or? Well, it depends. They're depends out on there. How, how, They're out there. They are. It depends how many people you come in contact with, because the odds are you're going to find one or two in the batch yeah. for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was uh, my favorite sign hanging in mustache when they were open. The don't, don't be, be a dick sign. Yeah. Yeah. It was like crocheted. Right? Yeah. Lori yeah. crocheted it. Yeah. Right. She's awesome. Uh, gentlemen, we're about to get out of here. Really appreciate you guys coming on the show. Uh, definitely great beer. The Rye IPA, the uh, IPA that we had, the New England. Um, thank you very much for uh, spending time with us tonight. Had a lot of fun with you. Thank you very much for thank having us. We'll guys, send you down you a, a little work care package for being on the show. And like I said, the podcast will be out there in podcast form on every platform known to man. We're now on iHeart. We're on Amazon. We're on iTunes. We're on Spotify. And then we're also now uh, always, actually not now, always. always on the Hopped Up Network. So check them out as well. Podcasts from all over Long Island all over the country and all over the world. Really appreciate you guys for being on. Thank you very much. Well, thank, thank you very you kindly. And like I said, we've got your information. We'll send along some bitch monkey for your wife. Yeah. <laughs> bitch monkey. I'm going to hand it to her and go, they named a beer after you. <laughs> oh Bering. And then I will be sleeping on the couch for three days. I'll get in a lot of trouble for that, for sure. Uh, ladies, thank you very much for being in. Really appreciate the time thank you guys spent with us. And uh, good job as always. Thank you. As always, did a great job. This is the word with Mike, Pete, and Steve Govs, Rated.com. Thanks a lot for everyone on Instagram, on YouTube, and on uh, Facebook for joining in today. Like I said, we will be on the podcast form and, of course, on our YouTube page in full video format uh, come this week sometime. And, uh, Steve, uh, what do you got for us today? Um, I would say... Uh Call Long Island and uh, tell them to make fucking King Celtic <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> Put it on the schedule right, right away. Gregory, right. Gregory, make it happen. Peter? Taken. Yeah, Steve, I'm glad you're not dead. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> this is the word with Mike Pete and Steve, GovsRadio.com, and we out. Well, that's two hours of your life that you'll never get back. Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah. Please hang up and try again. Words on Govs Radio. I hope you're drunk enough.